right, boys. Let's go. Let's just get after this right here. Let's do this. There we go. Okay. There we go. Turn that slider down there. Still getting used to doing everything all new stuff. So uh, trying new things here. But uh, hey, you know, it wouldn't be an episode of Row One Seat One if uh, something wasn't uh, a little bit fucky uh, to start the show. So thank you all for joining us tonight here on this absolutely glorious Tuesday evening, November the 14th. Boys, good to have you here. Yeah. What's up? Sean's feeling a little shitty. No, no, I just have no voice. Oh, been. shit. It's time to go again. <laughs> I just cursed terrible. myself. Oh, well, fuck it. It's okay. We'll It'll live. We'll be fine. We'll Whatever. live. Fuck we'll it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Thank you, everybody, for joining us live on the one, the only, the New Bedford Guide. I am Joey Fats. This is Row One Seat One Live on Joey Fats Radio. Good to have you all with us. Boy, oh, boy, do we have just a absolutely jam-packed show just full of chock full of fun stuff to get into uh i don't know that we'll spend uh 45 minutes talking about dartmouth high gym teachers and former teachers again tonight but uh you know it was a good time while it lasted so you know last week was a good show actually went off uh turned out to be a pretty big hit got a lot of positive feedback on last week's show (laughs) um sure some people will have some negative feedback at some point but um you know here we are is what it be so uh you know good times good times uh, Paul and I are basically sitting here just checking our watches, waiting for the time to elapse so that we can get off of the show and go play zombies on Modern Warfare 3 Facts. because it is fucking sick. Um, it's a good time. It's a good time. 774-992-8702. Uh, boy, oh boy. Where do we where do we start tonight? Because we've got a lot to do. We've got, we'll be we've jumping got, off with Caleb Williams. We've got well, we've got Caleb Williams, which we forgot to get to last week because we did a lot of um. Well, we went off script last week, big time. Well, who was in the chat that made us go off script? Uh, well, it turned into a. It was a few things. It was a few things that made us go off script, but we're gonna get into Caleb Williams tonight. We're gonna get into the Patriots and the Colts in Germany. <laughs> we're gonna get into my Broncos pulling off another beautiful upset. On their way back to relevancy, on their way to the playoffs. Can't wait. Looking forward to Patty Mahomes and the Chiefs losing on Monday night to the Philadelphia Eagles. I will be rocking my uh, I'll be rocking my Philadelphia Eagles jersey on Monday night, big time. Need them to come back to the pack here a little bit uh, as we get set to take on Space Dobbs, the Pastronaut, and the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, on Sunday night football. Astro Dobbs. Astro Dobbs. Uh, but we'll get into that. We'll get into uh, we've got some disturbing Will Smith news. Oh, Jesus. Um, did you, you watch that, right? I didn't watch it. I read you it. You didn't fucking watch the video? No, it was a oh, video. Sean's going to see it for the first time. <laughs> this is going to be great. I thought there was just a guy talking about it. No, it's a video. No. It's so bad. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty glorious stuff, dude. It's, it's pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah, uh, we'll get into that. We will get into uh, why the NFL just needs to do away with Thursday night football, NFL Europe, uh, this whole experiment. Even though I know they're they're going to, uh, they're not going to. They're going for the big bucks. Um, but we'll we'll get into that. We'll get into Megan Rapinoe um, denying that God exists because uh, she tore her Achilles. Uh, which was hilarious. Uh, not because she tore her Achilles, but she blamed God. It's like. No, no, uh, she didn't blame God. She said it's it's further uh, proof that God doesn't that God exist. Doesn't, yes, God doesn't <laughs> exist because no, no. I tore it's my Achilles. Further proof that God 
does exist. You you could absolutely make that uh you could you could make you could absolutely make that argument. Um <laughs> but nonetheless, uh where do we all right, so where do we want to start? Do we want to start with do we want to start with Will Smith and just jump down that rabbit hole real quick, or do we want to get into Caleb Williams? Let's do Caleb Williams first, because I feel like if we don't do Caleb Williams now, we're Never not going to get to it. it. And the story's already pretty old. Like it was supposed to be done last week when it was you know four days old, not you know twelve or thirteen, whatever it was. Um, so yeah, uh, all right. We've discussed on this show ad nauseum quarterbacks coming out and you know the things that are good the the qualities the strengths the weaknesses so on and so forth there's always something that you can find in a college quarterback that you're like ah, i don't love that oh i don't like that will levis puts mayonnaise in his coffee fucking weird dude like oh, also kind of brain dead eats bananas just eats without bananas peeling without peeling them like also kind of weird like that's what like you know like monkeys in the amazon do like they're just like no no the monkeys peel it Sometimes really? I've seen gorillas yeah. eat him without. He's just a complete. He's just a. So he's beyond. So he's below that. Anyway, so he's he's basically a primate who can throw a football. Is what you're saying. <laughs> um. So let's, you know, there's all, but there's always something, right? There's always some sort of red flag. We have documented the red flags coming out about Caleb Williams now for the last couple of weeks, months yeah, even, yep. where we're sitting there going like, all right, like this dude likes to paint his nails in like fruity colors and stuff like that. Like, okay, not. Not egregious, but a little bit of a a weird thing, right? Yeah, whatever. So okay. we're like, all right, like you know, it's a little it's a little weird, but it's not the worst thing in the world. Guys, just like, hey man, like my mom's a nail tech. I like to do nails, like whatever. Like, all right, like cool, man. Like nah. mad dudes grew up with moms who were nail techs, nah. and you know, didn't do their <laughs> nails, but you know, nah. yeah, exactly. Nah. <laughs> you know, whatever. Do you boo? Do you? Then the list came out, and if you remember the list. Uh, that li- was allegedly leaked yeah, by Caleb oh, Williams' yeah, dad. Yeah, 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 yeah. That there was five teams that he was only his five teams. His preference list. His yeah, five teams that he was willing to play for in the NFL. And we said it the day that list came out. If this is true, we don't know that it's true. It was never actually confirmed. We don't know if it's true or not. But if this list is true, if this is true, and this he actually has a list of five teams that he's going to play for, or he's going to return to USC for for another season. See you later. That is the biggest red flag that I have seen uh, on a high, on a high ranked quarterback coming out in maybe ever, and that's saying a lot because I saw Jamarcus Russell come out. Okay, I saw Kyle Bowler come out. Well, Eli did it. Eli, Eli was different though. Eli said, "I'm not playing for the San Diego Chargers." That's different than saying, "I'm not playing for 27 teams." That's very true. Here's right. the five that I'm going to play for. The other 27 can kick rocks. That's right. very true. So. That's a big difference because Eli knew and Archie knew and Peyton knew. They all knew that the Chargers franchise was, was just garbage. trash. Right. They had and they were never going to win a, they, were, the they were never going to win a championship. Stay the fuck and still garbage. Eli yeah. was all about yeah, wanting to win exactly. a championship. Look at it now. And lo and behold, you could make the argument Philip Rivers was the better quarterback of that draft. Fuck it. Whoa. You know, and No, he probably was. And, he probably was. and, and what did he win? Yeah, nothing. Exactly. And he won then nothing. You got Eli over here. The rated, Eli wins you know. two. He didn't even get to the big game. Poor Philip Rivers, Never. and he probably deserved to get to the, get the big one game. AFC championship. And he should have got. And he should have got farther with the Colts when he was that one year with the Colts. Who'd they lose to in the first Buffalo. round? Was it Buffalo? It was Buffalo, and it was yeah. that bullshit last play, like Michael garbage. Pittman missed it in the end zone. Michael Pittman was like, <laughs> no, but the referee screwed it over too. The referee yeah. screwed him at the last. And, Everyone and their mother was like, that's a bad call. And then it basically went to Buff- Buffalo Bills. They line. wanted to see KC uh, Bills. That's all. Not back then. 
That was the that was the COVID year. I don't think anybody cared about K- Casey no, Buffalo wasn't no, they a thing did. yet. No, Casey Buffalo didn't become a thing until the thirteen until the though. until the divisional game the following year. Because then, yeah, but Allen Mahomes wasn't a thing yet. It was on its way to being a thing, it but was it wasn't on, a thing yeah, yet. Right, they wanted to make. It I get so. what you're saying, but I don't think we we were there. But yeah, right. Yeah, that game sucked because I was at Sousa watching that game, and that was not fun. But we're talking about a guy, right? And Caleb Williams, who came out and said, "I have five teams that I want to play for." I don't remember the five teams he said. It was like Minnesota, Oakland, Minnesota. San Diego. Minnesota, Oakland, San Diego. Uh. I think the Rams and... What the fuck? Oh, L.A., okay. All the L.A. teams. Oh, yeah. All, all the West LA, Coast oh, and the Raiders. Minnesota. And the Raiders. Yeah, all West Coast like Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota was the furthest east right. team. Which, why Minnesota? It's a dome. It was like Chargers, Chargers, oh, Rams. I look at this. Hold on. I think it was Chargers, Rams, Niners. Uh, it was all the California teams. I watched teams. them this weekend, man. I'm telling Raiders, you what. Vikings, which was like... Okay, what? And then I feel like his wow factor is like when he scrambles out of the pocket and then just throws it back across the field to like the obvious dude who's open because everybody's okay. trying to rush to him. Everyone, because everyone's saying he's a generational talent, and even I, to a degree, was like, listen, he has a lot of talent. But if I'm saying generational talent, Andrew Luck, if Andrew Luck and him were in the same draft class, I'm still rating Andrew still Luck higher. Andrew Luck. If Trevor Lawrence and him are in the same draft class, I'm still rating Trevor Lawrence higher. Yep. If it's him against Fields, him against the um, Mayfield. Mayfield, him against, you know, pick any of the last quarterbacks that have come out in the last right, whatever it is, like right, decade, right. I would maybe rank him third or fourth. Like, he's he's good. He's very talented. He shouldn't be losing the games he's losing, though, which is yeah, shocking. Well, to Oregon, they should have. We're just, we're fucking nasty. But, like, just fucking nasty. I, I, just, I just don't understand... I'm trying to look for these teams that he said too because yeah. I'm a, I'm a little bit. You forget how quietly Bo Nix is probably the best quarterback in the country right now. Dude, Bo Nix is like 27 years old. No, he's not. He's Dude, like what 26. The fuck? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> he's old. I as don't fuck. even know how old he is. Uh, I think he's he's older. He's like an up. He's an elder statesman well, in the college had the football transfer. game. He had oh, the tra- he's 24. He's 24 years old. It's not terrible. It's not terribly old. No, he's not Stetson Bennett old. You know, it's, I mean, it's old. It's he's old going for... to the league this year. He's do- He's going this year. He's man, I don't know how you guys do hoodies up here at night, man. This, I'm like dying. Oh, really? This isn't a hoodie. This is this is mad thin. light too. Yeah. I know this is a thin and hoodie, all, and I got a cutoff on it. I'm like dying of a heat stroke over here. There's no heat on up here. No, no. This is this is nice. I just got this today. It is a very nice. I'm st- I am yeah. still buying Patriot stuff because I'm not a bitch, <laughs> even though this, is nice. this actually and it actually has like vents on the side yeah, too. So if I, no, so if I get too the hot, material is very. It's new, the sideline stuff for this season. The Patriots are dog shit, but it's the sideline stuff for I this get season. That same one in the Colts one. Yeah. I cannot wait. I cannot wait to get into the Patriots and the Broncos and the Bills and the and the Colts in a minute. <laughs> Dude, but every every can I just yeah. say really quick? Every week I watch the game and I'm like, how are we gonna fuck this up this week? And, I, and they, here it comes and I'm like, there it is. <laughs> there it is. It, it's, it's, like, it's like when the Red Sox had Julian Tavares. Oh. It was like, Julian Tavares, rough translation. How the, am I going to fuck this up? One of the ugliest people I've ever seen play sports. <laughs> he looked like Freddy Krueger. Poor guy. I, 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 that sounds really fucked up, but he looked like Freddy Krueger in real life coming out to, to throw for the, for the goddamn Red Sox. Uh, Caleb Williams, list of teams he'll play for. It's right here. I got it. Uh, okay. Jesus Christ! Like I don't need I don't need your backstory, dude. Just give me the list. <laughs> this is like one of those. Uh, uh, one if, of I, those... if I keep coughing into the mic, I'm sorry. I'm trying to turn away. It's fine. It's your it's your mic, dude. No, no. But for the listeners and the people watching. Oh wait, hold on. 
I don't want to be that guy. I saw. I, I just saw. I saw. I can't speak. Ashasha. I saw Shane come into the room. Shane, I just want to tell. You, I say I told you so. From the moment Josh McDaniels got hired, I was like, "You're gonna hate this man. He's gonna destroy your team. He's gonna <laughs> he's gonna make you question why you even follow football." And yep. Shane's like, "Nah, I ain't gonna be that bad. It was worse." Uh, wow. where the hell is it? Just uh, so you know, Bonex has whatever. two picks. All right, I don't know. It, it was it was all the California teams, Vegas, and the uh, two picks, twenty nine touchdowns. I can't, I can't, thirty like, one hundred yards. You gotta look beyond. Like, listen, you can go and pick qu- college quarterbacks and pick some kid from Hawaii. Dude, remember the dude from Hawaii had seventy touchdowns. Timmy season? Chang. Nah, nah, it wasn't Chang. Yeah, it was those. No, Timmy it was Chang, Brennan. wasn't it Brennan? Colt Brennan. Yes, it was Colt Brennan. He was the Hawaii guy. Dude, he had sixty three touchdowns in a season. He was undraftable. The guy was dog shit. Yeah, well, I'm just saying. What was Timmy Chang's career stats? Yeah, I'm gonna look this up. <laughs> Thank, thanks, Shane. Shane, I also want to say I called it day one. He was getting rid of Derek Carr. He's bringing in Jimmy Garoppolo. Everything happened exactly as I predicted. And then the Raiders continue on being the Raiders today, picking up Jack Jones from the Patriots. Who goes? Uh, it's like Thug goes back to Thug team, and I'm like, it's, I can't, even, I can't even believe it. Yo, apparently Jack Jones, they were like, listen, all we need you to do is not get in trouble and not be late for any of the meetings while we're in Germany for one week. <laughs> he was late every day. He no-showed meetings, and they caught him with, like, stuff. Stuff. Yeah, and then he so was— So Chang, Chang, uh, Chang played in—he uh, started 50 games in Hawaii. He uh, threw for 17,000 yards and 117 touchdowns. That's fucking ridiculous. And guess uh, what year was when and what was this? And guess whose record he broke? Colt Brennan? No, uh, Cliff Kingsbury. Ah, no, Kingsbury was a Texas Tech guy. Yeah, yeah, no, he is his Division One. Oh, okay, okay, sorry, okay. sorry, sorry, not a, not a Hawaii record. My fault. No, it was his Division One record, uh, Division One A record. Uh, but yeah, Timmy Chang still holds uh, the football subdivision records for all time, like passes attempted, interceptions, blah 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 blah. Crazy. Uh, but yeah, anyway, Timmy Chang's funny. Uh, he was a good, he was a great bet because back at the, I remember back then when he was playing for Hawaii, like we God used to we used to laugh all the time about it. And uh, what years was he play? What years did he play? Was for he oh six to oh nine? I believe he was. Uh, played five seasons. No, uh, five. Oh, 2000 to two thousand four. Holy shit, that was 21 years ago? 22 yeah. years ago? Yep. Wow. 0104, uh 2000 to 2004. I thought I was in I thought I was I thought I was graduated already from high school. No, but it was fun because back then it was like it was Jesus. such an easy bet like you just took Hawaii in the over in yeah. every every game that you yeah. and they would just they would always win and they would always put up just a ton of points and play zero defense. This is going to sound very racist too. Whoever Samoan or Hawaiian tight end they had, always 105 yards receiving. No matter who it was, the guy, the guy the guy never made the NFL. It was like Lego Quaker walking like 110 yards receiving. There you go. Done, done, and done. Uh, but anyway, back to Caleb Williams and the red flag. So we found out that he had a list of five teams that he preferred to play for, which if you are already at this point in your career saying, like, I'm only going to play for these five teams or I'm not going to the NFL, strike three, you're not ready for the NFL. Huge, you stay in college. You're, you're not ready for the NFL. Hell and then yeah. if you needed another reason to believe that Caleb Williams is going to be arguably – listen, I'm not saying he's going to be Jamarcus Russell type bust, but I think he's going to be like a Vince Young level bust. No, I think he could be Josh Rosen level bust. Like, I, See, I think he'll be better than Josh Rosen. So, Josh, so Rosen Josh Rosen didn't get – a really fair shake at all. Yeah, but then when he, when he actually played, he didn't. He couldn't visualize anything he was seeing. No, that's true. He was terrible at throwing the forward pass. I'm like, gonna make all them teams regret 
passed on me. Yeah. That? Yeah. Then the ball would hike, and he'd be like, "Shit, it's way faster ah, than I yeah. thought." <laughs> Bro, it's like, "Whoa, this game is quick!" You're like, holy shit. But but Caleb Williams, the best he can be, is version three, uh, like a, like a third tier Patrick Mahomes. That's his best. I think his best right now is Bryce Young. I wouldn't even give him that. Yeah. Bryce Young's I bad. Even, I, I know. Bryce Young's bad. But, but he's taller problems. than Bryce Young. Bryce Young has a lot of vision problems right now, and he's getting smoked. Physical physical attributes aside, I just don't see a high ceiling for he's this really kid. Really good, Justin Fields. Bro. Because, and we have the video of it after oh, they I, lost. I so USC lost to who? Did they lose to? They lose to everybody right now. No it, USC uh, in this game when he went. So this is the biggest red flag. Oh no! Was it Arizona? Was it Arizona? No, or Washington? Utes? Oh Washington! Oh, I, so it, I think it was a Pac-12 team. It was, it was somebody out there. It was a, it was a divisional game, and Caleb Williams jumped up into the crowd where his mom was sitting, and proceeded. Washington, even worse. Was Washington. Oh. No, yeah. Washington's ranked like well, seventh wa- right now. No, fourth. Fourth. Fifth, fifth. Are they really? They're yeah. they're below us. We're sixth. Dog. Holy shit! Yeah, fourth. They're number four. Right I've been now. sleeping on Washington. It's big time. Ohio. Ohio State, Michigan. No, no, Ohio. Um, Michigan won. Oh, Florida. Right, Florida's still up there. We Florida, should. and then uh, third is... And Miami had a chance to fucking Michigan, knock them off. Third's Michigan, and then it's Washington, I think. Nope, it's Georgia, Michigan, Ohio, oh, wait, Florida. Georgia. Oh, Florida's fourth. Okay. Georgia, Michigan, Ohio, Florida, Washington. Oh, I forgot about Georgia. I'm over here going number one. Fuck yeah. Yeah, it's, and it, you know, it's been a very uh, odd year for college rankings. Cause, like, there's no, like... Even when you look at Georgia and you're like, yeah, okay, they're probably going to win the national championship. You don't look at them like you looked at them last year like... Yo, they're gonna win the national championship, right, right. but to, because but to be fair, they lost half of their team. Oh, I and know, still dominant. But the thing is, is like Bam is Bam is not there this year. LSU isn't there. They lost one Clemson's game. Clemson's not there. Like they, Miami's rebuilding. They're almost there. But Florida, no one gives Miami a shit about Florida State. Fucked me this weekend. Flo- I mean, Florida is it the Gators or is it Florida State that's number two? Uh, Seminoles. So it's Florida State. Yeah. Okay. Because you said Florida, and you had me confused. Not like, the Gators. No. I did not think the Gators were that good. Uh, but anyway, this this clip of Caleb Williams we're going to show you here in a second, of him jumping in the stands and literally crying on his mom's shoulder after losing to Washington because it's their third loss of the year, and he basically knows that eliminates them from any playoff contention going forward. Any big bowls, yeah. Any, uh, you know, they'll get a bowl game. They'll get a bowl, but not But it's like not going to be no. anything It'll be like to the, write home about. The hostess bowl. And he's like, oh, no, this could be my last – hurrah in college football if one of these five teams drafts me that I want to play for and he goes and literally just don't listen to me just watch the tape obviously the audio is a little doctored here Um, (laughs) (laughs) let's this one all right so the audio is a little bit feathered in just uh, you know bear with the crying it's obviously fake you can't really hear the crying (laughs) jumping up and Laying in the arms of family there. Yeah. Tough night. Battle. Sure did. He knows the reality of what yeah. a third loss means. That's tough. But as brilliant as this two years will be in L.A., it's not going to result in a Pac-12 championship. Yeah. Played. <laughs> well, led, led his team. Did all he could. Just came up a bit short. It's part of the game. Okay, Wait, now whoever, and, whoever did the laugh in the middle was an asshole. That cut me. <laughs> oh, that was uh, now. No, 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 no. It was like oh, the guy doing the voice. In over. no way, shape, or form am I like taking like pride in seeing a a young athlete like lose a big game and like, but that type of emotion right there, that type of uh, like reaction 
like you run to your mom and then after the game he's like I just want to go home and cuddle with my dog like literally like you want to I'm like if I'm an NFL uh, team I am just like this kid fucking 30 foot pole like all up in his fields bro go, we don't got time for that shit I'd rather you go call Jamarcus Russell's agent and yeah. see if he'll come in for a tryout before yeah. I draft this maybe kid maybe he'll suck your dick you got I, millions of dollars I, at stake here motherfucker I Pony don't up. understand that mentality like like especially a quarterback, like like when quarterbacks cry, if it's if it's like, geez, if you come back like your your dad passed away, or, or like you're going through something like hard shit, and you go out there and you play a game and you cry, I'm like, all right, I give that guy a lot of respect. Like that's tough to deal with, like mentally. Like you know who I give respect to, Brett Favre. Well, Brett Favre, exactly. His that's, that's dad a good point. passed away, and he went out there and bawled the fuck out. He was like, fuck but that. There's, but there's tons I'm a of man. I'm a man. I got balls. No, but there's tons of people that do that. But like like to lose in college and then go cry to your mom in the stands. That's a and then listen. This is everyone saying you're the top overall pick in the draft. I know, and he's hurting Heisman himself can, yeah. every single week. The fucking I wish that we could have like seen like his fingernail paint like on that like when he was up there with his mom. Like I wish you could have saw like his. But you know what? Painted. A that lot, a lot like of the guys, a lot of guys could play that off. Like hey. Like when when I'm throwing up fingers to like the wide receivers, it's it's for them to better see like me and like I'm calling out plays with like because they almost do like what catchers do like like all those guys that paint their nails for like you can play it off you can kind of run all that off and say like I'm trying to help the offense. That dachshund that that dog that. Oh yeah, there's tons of pictures I use. (laughs) But listen. Like, you can play all that shit off. I don't mind about the paint and nails. I don't mind about, like, wristbands and like that. gloves, bro. Like, shit, five years ago, I went to Odell, and Odell was wearing, like, fishnets on a boat. Like, like, I was like, I still want this dude on the team. But remember, we always thought he was gay. But at least he doesn't wear, like, like, a mesh top to the club. (laughs) I know that. But at least he ain't out there twerking with a bunch of dudes. Or wearing Tim's on a boat. Whoa. No, that video was so he goes like, listen, man. He goes, I don't know. Whatever. That was a fucking hilarious fan. That was done by an Eagles fan, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll take a sprucey spruce. Um, but I don't like the opinion. But that only gives more credit. Yeah. That only gives more credit to Drake May taking that top spot. Drake May's the other big, uh, highly recruited kid. He's getting a lot of comparisons to Justin Herbert. Tall kid, stands in the pocket, takes a beating, powerful arm. So now you have like this like toss up. It's like, well, do you want this kid Drake May, who may be not as polished as Caleb Williams, is not and not and gifted, not as athletically gifted as Caleb Williams, or do you take the chance and go Caleb Williams and hopefully that you just get that out of his system and he's just being young. See, my thing is this: I don't, I I don't trust a guy with that metal, that level of mental <coughs> capacity to handle the pressures of the NFL. This is not a league and like and a lot of people will excuse him and they'll sit there and they'll say well he's dude he's just a kid he's 19 years old he's 20 years old whatever he's a kid he's a kid he's a kid and i'm like yeah that's fine dude but when you come to the nfl even as a kid you're expected to perform at a certain level like if you're not ready like i don't give a shit how fucking talented you are there's a million people out there that have the physical capabilities of caleb williams right a million Maybe less, but you know what I'm saying. The the ability to turn that into an NFL career, have that ability and and be an NFL caliber quarterback are, are two totally different things. To be a professional athlete, you are the elite of the elite. It's like joining the Navy. Uh, you know, it's like working as a prep cook in high school. Yep. And then joining the Navy and saying, Well, I peeled the best potatoes, but I want to fly F eighteen. They're like Nope. 
you didn't score nearly high enough in high school. You didn't get good enough grades. You didn't go to college. Your you're not going to trash. officer school. You don't, you don't have 2010 vision. You get you're, you're colorblind and you're five foot ten and three hundred pounds. Like sorry, bro, you're not getting behind <laughs> the sticks of a forty million dollar aircraft. We're saving that for the elite of the elite, right? Those are your Nate like the NFL. Those are your fighter pilots. Those are your Navy SEALs. Those are your elites. So when somebody says in college, just because a kid is good at football in college, and how many times do we have to see this? And the only reason I bring it up is because somebody actually said that to me. Where they're like, dude, give him a break. He's a kid who just lost a big game. He's a kid. Cool. You could be a kid. Be a kid all you want. Stay a kid for the rest of your life. I don't care. I don't want you fucking quarterbacking my fucking football right. team it's, come September. It's all part of a story. These guys these guys tell you a story every week. And everything you see goes part of that story. And you have to then read that story and determine, is this someone that can actually handle a football team? Can they handle the national media? Can they handle the fan base? If the Patriots have a top three pick, which it seems like it's going to be a pretty damn good chance. Am I if I have between Drake May and Caleb Williams, I think I want to go with Drake May. I don't want anything to do with Caleb Williams. Because Caleb Williams scares me because if he's already saying I only want to go to a few teams and the Patriots are not one of those teams, I only want to go to a few teams that's one mentally weak and he's saying like I don't want to play for other fan bases, it's too far for me. Maybe it's maybe it's too far from home and now if he's playing too far from home, is he gonna play bad because he has a home on his mind? Or is this guy saying I want to avoid these medias because the New York media or the Boston media will be too tough on him, and he wants? But to if just you're play. worried, if you're worried about the Boston media or the New York media, I'm sorry, but you're not mentally prepared to play in the NFL. Fuck right? No, you There's ain't. there is a certain level. Like yeah, you can have all the physical attributes in the world. You can have all the physical abilities, all the skills. But if you can't handle mentally the daily grind in and out of being a elite athlete. You're going to get questioned by the media. You're going to get questioned by assholes like me who have a podcast who are going to rip on you and pick on you and critique everything. If you can't block that out and just worry about doing your job and focus on doing your job, then you're not ready to play. I'm sorry. You're you're not going to be successful. That is just the very bitter kind of bottom line that it comes to when you come to when it comes to professional sports. But fans are fickle. Fans are very simple. If you're winning, fans forgive a lot of shit. Yes, they do. Absolutely, they do. Like like when Kyrie was here. And look Kyrie how quickly was... look how quickly your boy everybody in New England turned on Bill. Oh no! It's like oh, it's I like it's that. like the last it's twenty like, years it, don't even it, exist. No shit. The mutiny is like insane. Oh, if we get rid of Bill at the end of this year, I will be furious. If Bill, if Bill, if they get rid of Bill. I'm, I, I will be f- and he goes to the Chargers, which I think is a dark horse to no, sign him. They're saying no, Chargers, Commanders. I don't think it's going to be the Commanders, but well, if he went to the Chargers. Orlo- Orlovsky or Dan Orlovsky kind of hinted at that today. He kind of hinted at it, but I've heard rumblings because obviously Joe Staley is going to be out yes. in San Diego. Yes. Or, or LA for the Chargers. He's yep. a complete boob. He's ruining Justin Herbert. He's he's like, and we'll get into the Bills in a second, how they're ruining Josh Allen's prime. But oh, it's uh, over. They they're doing it. But if Bill goes to San Diego and delivers a championship to that cursed franchise, it will be the biggest fuck you. Because I got some opinions. We'll get into the Patriots in a minute. But I got some opinions and some theories and some things that I'm hearing, some rumblings that I'm hearing, and just you know nothing to nothing crazy. 
you know, I'm not tied in. I'm not one of these, uh, you know, I'm more of a uh, New England Patriots outsider than I am insider. But I've connected some dots and I've heard some things about what's going on inside the Patriots organization. And we'll get, we'll get into that when we get into the Colts and the Patriots. But to finish up this Caleb Williams thing, if, if, you, if you're a team that's going to be drafting in the top three and you've got an option opportunity to take Caleb Williams, you are taking, like, this is going to be a, I think it's going to be a bigger risk than taking the Arizona Cardinals took when they took Kyler Murray. Yeah. Because they tried to pair Kyler Murray with the perfect coach. They tried to marry him up and make him be like, you know, like, hey, look, man, we rolled out the red carpet for you. Come on in. That should have worked. And Cliff Kingsbury and him should have worked. And it's well, Kyler's being lazy. In theory, it should have worked, but Kyler wasn't ready. Yeah. Kyler's not ready. Kyler's a tremendous athlete. He's got a fucking hand cannon. For oh, a midget, man. he's got a hand cannon. What, yeah, I wouldn't, what I wouldn't give to have Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury on this coach Cliff, Cliff, Cliff. Cliff Kingsbury? You might. You never know. He's getting paid to live. sit at home. Well, he might be Josh McDaniel's OC next year. You never know. I don't give a shit with that guy as long as he's not in New England. <laughs> I was going to say where. <laughs> in New England. <laughs> nah. I'll be rich that was, that was me. That was me telling Sean the, what he doesn't want to hear. Nah, if Josh McDaniel's comes back as coach. Oh. You you might see me go to Gillette like this with a knife, like a samurai. Who should I know? Right across. Just on up my family. Right in that light towel they just made. Yeah, that nice. Yeah. <laughs> sounds terrible. I'm sorry, everybody. Ooh, Japanese are very sneaky. Um, but no, I, I just don't. I don't see. I don't see how anybody can take Caleb Williams seriously after this. And I know it's been like 10 days since that happened or whatever, and there's been a lot of talk about it, but we meant to get to it last week. We didn't get to it because, you know. That's a rough look. Yeah. Shiny. Um, but it's a bad look. And I'm so, so fucking happy that the Broncos' trajectory has done a complete 180, and the Caleb Williams talk has completely died out in Denver. There is no more Caleb Williams or Marvin Harrison Jr. talk. It's like... Okay, how far can we get this season turned around? Can we make the playoffs? Can we be, you know, what are we going to do? Is, does does Peyton actually like Russ? Which is one of the dumber fucking takes I've heard in a long That's time. A take now. It, it is. It is a take now. Now, I don't. do I think Russ is uh, what he was 10 years ago? Obviously not. Clearly he's not what he was 10 years ago when they went into New York and throttled us in the Super Bowl. Clearly he's not that guy. He right. ain't that guy, pal. But he's still pretty fucking good. He's having one of the best seasons of his career well, so yeah, far. 19 touchdowns so far? Uh, 19 touchdowns, four interceptions, another turnoverless game last night. That's incredible. Now, not to say that the offense looked like it was humming right along last night, but you're on the road in Buffalo in a wind, on a windy night. Yep. They, they couldn't, dimes couldn't, get the, couldn't get the running game to get going to save their fucking yeah, lives. One of the most beautiful catches I've probably ever and, fucking seen. Yeah, do we want to do, do the catch next? Do you want to do Broncos, Bills, or do we want to do Patriots, Colts first? No, Patriots, Colts, I think, is a pretty easy one. That no, was well, an absolute. Well, let's do Patriots, Colts, because I got. Oh, we'll I, I've got. I, right because now. I want to get through my. I, I have, like I said, I have some things I want to talk about with the Patriots. Seven seven four nine nine two eight seven zero two. If you want to give us a call, give us your thoughts on the Patriots, the Colts, where the Patriots are headed, who they're going to draft, what their draft pick's going to be, is Bill going to be the head hey, coach this time next year, or is he on the are, hot seat? Uh, according to everybody, yeah. And we'll get into that in a second. But let's talk the game first. Let's do a quick yeah. just one over on the game. The clash of the shit in sight. And I can't. First, was, first. Fuck, that was a terrible game. It was so bad to watch. I want to put. <laughs> I want to. I want to so come bad. to the defense of both Gardner Minshew and Mac Jones and both organizations real quick. No one. And I mean, no one has played a good game in Europe. No, that's true. No, one team. 
Even the teams that win like 36 to 5 over there for whatever reason because the scores are always like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, the, the, even the team that scored 36, it's not because they were so good. It's just the other team was so bad. They were like, Bleh. Yeah, it was like Dallas, New York. It was, it, it's awful. And if, like, the NFL, I get why the NFL is doing it because they just see dollar signs. Of course. But the NFL Europe... This whole Europe experiment is just, it's fucking garbage. There has never been a good game in Europe. There has never been a good Thursday night football game. Yeah, both Jaguars games this year I will say never, ass. never a good Thursday night football game. There's been like three good Thursday night football games. Right. But it's also been, uh, what, uh, 17 years since they've been doing it. Right. So in 17 years, we're averaging less than one good Thursday night football game a year. Like, let's be real. Since they since they started doing it on Thanksgiving night in 2006 with the Broncos and the Chiefs, that was the first eight eight o'clock uh, Thursday, night Thursday night football game ever. It was on Thanksgiving in 06, That's and so awesome, that was that. the end of the Jake Plummer era in Denver, which still bums me out to this day. But because uh, Jake, the motherfucking snake, was the fucking man, and uh, that was it. That was the beginning of the Cutler era. It was. Mm, shit, yeah. Sucks. But there's been just crap fucking football, terrible football. Right. And I challenge anybody, like, yeah, you can go find, like, a decent game here or there on Thursday night, but you're not finding a good one in Europe. No. You're not finding a good – you're not – no one's waking up at – no. I have never once come home from the gym on a Sunday morning when there's a European game being played yeah. and got home at, like, 11, 30, 12 o'clock – and everybody being like, "Wow, that game was fucking amazing!" Yeah, yeah, Holy I mean, and shit! Especially the Colts Patriots game. It was like watching that game. It left me on the edge of my seat every fucking play, like every drive, because I knew if the Patriots scored, the Colts were fucked. Because all we had was like potential field goals. We couldn't really get shit moving. I mean, we scored the one touchdown on a fourth and goal. You know what I mean? From like the four mm-hmm. yard line from mm-hmm. Jonathan Taylor. We couldn't get every time like you guys missed the field goals, you got fucking picked off. And I'm like, what in the fuck is going on? I'm like, this is the most in I'm like, this is like a fucking bad college game, dude. It's so bad. The one thing I, I can say is that even with the Patriots losing most of their defensive players, we still play great defensively and our offense can't do a fucking thing. Yeah. If it weren't for Michael Pittman, dude, I'm really starting to see the value in Michael Pittman this year. Listen, the wide receivers have value. Michael Pittman is They just don't have as much they just don't have as they have uh how do you, what do you, what do they call it? fan talk? Yeah. Fan talk overrates He's the shit out of wide receivers. He's a very underrated wide receiver I've always liked in Pittman. terms of his ability if you've ever wanted to, to catch and hold on to like awkward balls, like he's that's like, funny, like Will Smith, awkward, <laughs> murdered. I mean, he just can't, it was murder in that room. Sorry. That's coming up. Don't foreshadowing. Worry. Um, no, but like I've seen Pittman's hands and like he's a great route runner. He's got he's got speed. He's got agility. He's fast. He's like and he knows he knows where to be. In, in defensive coverage and, like, in terms of, like, getting open to get the ball and give himself the best. Like, he, he does – he's blowing my mind. I, I really didn't think he was that good of a wide receiver. I thought maybe we should have traded for him, like, last year going into this year. Like, maybe we should get rid of him. I'm totally wrong, 100%. Like, I fucking love Michael Pittman. I really hope we hold on to him and keep him when AR comes back to hopefully, like, see if they develop some kind of chemistry. But When is AR due back? Next year? Next, next year, year, dude. Okay. He's done, yeah. Which sucks because I really like what Josh Downs is doing, too. I mean, we got a lot of young guys. I mean, it's a rookie-ass team. You know what I mean? Like, we Josh are Dobbs. literally – what? 
Josh Dobbs. Astro Dobbs. <laughs> Sorry. Astronaut. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I can't wait because I know Duffy's Duffy might well, be listening I in. Just, I don't know. And I know he's going to be talking mad shit coming up because we got the Vikes on Sunday night. And I hate to say it, oh. but uh, Astro Astro, that a- fucking picture that I screenshot. That's why I had the picture of the challenger up because I was sending it to Duffy. <laughs> so I was like, "Here's your pastor." Here's, he was like, "Hey, this is the pastronaut, the pastronaut's ride." <laughs> like, okay, now I get it. They're coming into that's why because I was going through my tabs and Paul was like, "Why do you have a fucking picture like, of the challenger, the challenger open on your fucking browser?" And I was like, eh, "I'll tell you in the show." Um, but it's uh, it's gonna be fucking. Duffy was even like, "Will you quit fucking sending me that picture?" Like, fuck you. <laughs> uh, but I'm looking forward to that. But no, but to the Patriots and Colts, like, yeah, the Colts have a good good group of young talent. The Patriots have absolutely. It seems like no talent anywhere, and any talent they had is hurt, and that's obviously affecting them now. <laughs> but here's my thing about the Patriots, and this is what I'm hearing. <laughs> And this is what I'm putting together, and I could be dead-ass wrong on this, but this is my gut instinct Mm -hmm. combined with what I'm hearing, combined with the dots that I'm connecting and just kind of reading through, you know, reading the room a little bit. Bob Kraft has obviously gotten older, quietly. Dude, you see that jacket he was wearing in the the booth? Yeah. Yeah. He wore like a 2000s, like, P. Diddy puff jacket. And then when Mac Jones did the deception, he just goes. Yeah. And he probably had on, like, his, like, his How old is Bob Kraft now? Was he 82? 85, 84. Hold on. I'll get, continue. I'm sorry. I'll look it up. Dude, I know, because my next point kind of hinges upon this. Don't smoke crack. No, I'm <laughs> just kidding. But no, I mean, like. Please my next phone, kids. Yeah, I could. I mean, the look on Bill Belichick's He's 82. Face, 82. Look at that. Okay, so he's on the plus side of I 80. I shouldn't have questioned you. I should have just fucking said yeah. Bill, for some reason, <laughs> so, at some point, Bob Kraft went from being, like, the sneaker, like, the Jordan-wearing owner down on the field with, like, the young blonde wife. Like, we were, like, you know, schmoozing with the players. He's doing one of these, dancing. So, like, all of a sudden, like, I feel like he got really old really quick. And the same thing happened with Pat Bolin. And and granted, Pat Bolin had, you know, had had Alzheimer's, which was terrible. (laughs) But all of a sudden, it went from, like, Pat Bolin being down on the field, on the sidelines, active, cheering, in the booth, like, the whole night to just, like, all of a sudden, you stop seeing him. And I feel like you're seeing a lot less of Bob Kraft, but you know who you are seeing a lot more of is Jonathan. Unfortunately. And my understanding is, and this, again, I base this on a couple of, you know, sources, if you will, people that I know. Uh, Bless you. You all right over there? Yeah. It's fucking idiot. Has <laughs> al- like is, it, he's got like, like the worst allergies of anybody I've ever seen. He's like, let up. me snort this. Let me snort ammonia. Um, and, and tell me if I'm if I'm off on this. No, no, but no, no, no. Go ahead. My theory is uh, is this: Bob Kraft has basically turned over control of the team to Jonathan Kraft. Jonathan Kraft is handcuffing Bill Belichick right now in terms of spending because of the amount of money that he spent under when Bob was still running the show when Brady was still in town. And you remember we talked about it how they went all out and they spent. And spent and spent and spent and spent and spent trying to win Super Bowls when Brady was in that you know we that, did. that 2014 to 2020 window. We did. And you did. You won three. You won three. Yeah. Right. My take on it is this. I think Jonathan Kraft is getting ready to take over the team. I think he's looking at it and he's seeing Bill Belichick as past his prime, over the hill, and he's not allowing Belichick somewhat intentionally – to go out and acquire the players that Bill needs in order to put together a winning team because Jonathan also 
sees Bill Belichick as the highest paid coach in all the sports and is looking at the numbers. And I think this is where I'm, this is where I'm getting. I think this comes down to a money thing where I think the crafts Bob is, is basically not act, you know, he hasn't signed over the team yet, but Jonathan for, I think for, we can probably safely say Jonathan's running the Patriots now. He's he's way more prominent in the booth. He's way more prominent than he ever has been on the sidelines, on the TVs, all that kind of stuff. Everybody's seeing him. He's more he's around more often. Bob's getting old. And I think at the end of the day, Jonathan is looking at this and saying, We're gonna need to change here. But I can't it it's like when the Cowboys fired Landry. It was the single most unpopular thing that, that like Jerry Jones, they wanted to kill him in Texas. They wanted to hang him up by his bootstraps. And had it not been for Jimmy Johnson and the triplets and the Herschel Walker trade and everything else, Jerry Jones would have been run out of town as the owner of the Dallas Cowboys because they would have, they would have, they would have killed him. I think Jonathan Kraft and the Crafts are looking at Bill Belichick a lot as the same way as the Cowboy, as Jimmy jo- uh, Jerry Jones was looking at, at Tom Landry. Tom, yeah. And they're saying, like, okay, how do we balance this? How do we finagle this situation where we can let go of the greatest fucking coach of all time in the history of sports and not look like the assholes in doing it or look like we were right in doing it. Doing well, it right. you start off by you handcuff him in free agency. Like, listen, we're not going out and spending big money. We're not going out. This, there is no more you know, arms race between the Broncos and the Patriots in the offseason where it's like who can acquire more pieces in one offseason between Elway and, and Casario and, and Belichick. You're just getting everybody like, fuck it. Give me Brandon Browner. <laughs> Give me Akeem Tlaib. Get me this guy. Get me that guy. Give me TJ Ward. Give me fucking this. Like, get, get me Demarcus Ware. God damn it. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, that 2014 offseason when the Patriots went and got Revis and Browner and the Broncos got Tlaib and, and Ward and, and, uh, and D. Stu and... Uh, 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 well, Demarcus Ware, thank you, well. Jesus. Uh, that was like me and Sean were texting back and forth. I think that all happened in a matter of like what four hours. No, that was just a few days. Like every day was. Something but like little. no, but like I felt like like four or five of those moves happened within hours of each other. Talib went to Denver, and, and then I was pissed. And then you and then, guys got Revis, and then we traded for Revis, and we're like, and we're like, dude, this is like the the Russians and the and the Americans in the eighties. And then you signed Ward, we signed Brendan LaFell, who ended up being a decent player for us, and then it was just like. Like, bing, ding, ding. Like, it was just back and forth, like, moves. Constant. And it was awesome. Those days are over for the Patriots. Mm-hmm. And I do believe that there is an underlying theme in that building. An underlying, like, kind of, and I think Belichick, obviously, Bill sees the writing on the wall. Bill's yeah. not stupid. He knows what's going on, which is why I think you're starting to hear the the the, the rumbles of a uh, mutual parting of ways at right. the end of the season. And my theory on it is it's Jonathan Kraft that wants Belichick out because he wants to wipe the slate clean and start over anew as if that's like just some easy fucking thing to do. Like, <laughs> like oh, yeah, bro. Yeah, we got this. We yeah got you know, Bill Belichick's and Tom Brady's, they grow on fucking trees, bro. We're just going to go out and get a couple new ones and start, I, you know, start another dynasty. I, I, I think you have something there. Uh, like the, the Jonathan thing isn't new. That's been the way it's, it's been planning it's to not, go. It's been. We, we all know Jonathan Kraft was going to take this team over at some point. We've known this for 15, 16, 17 years and, now. And, and we know Jonathan Kraft is not going to be a spender from what things he said. He's said many times, and 
and former deals have gone on. Like he's not like his dad. He's very much more conservative, and he likes to be involved. Unlike Kraft, who is just like, I don't want to be involved. It's your job to run it. Here's the book you run. Go win me Super Bowls. Exactly, which it makes me as a Patriots fan a little nervous to go from Kraft. It's going to Kraft to Kraft, but to go from. Robert to Jonathan because Jonathan's much more of a conservative figure and mm-hmm. like it almost reminds me of one of those owners that just like gets too involved like he's like ooh I want the shiny object and, like, and you're gonna and yeah, you're and you're gonna win on his side project it's and, his main project yeah and you're gonna you'll win one every like fifteen to twenty years like the Ravens and you'll be like oh 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 look at me pat me on the back like not to say Art Modell wasn't a great owner but. He wasn't that great. He wasn't great. No. Like, he wasn't, like, I, I'm not saying he wasn't a great owner. He was great to his players. But he wasn't a great army. And, like, what, they built, what, they had, what, two, for, they've had two Super Bowls mm-hmm. since they moved to Baltimore. You know what I mean? And they were, what? 2000, 2012, right? 20 years apart? Yeah, 20 years apart. No, no 12. 12 years apart. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Sorry, 11, 11 sorry. Years. Well, you're right. I'm thinking 2022, not 2012. 12, yeah, 12 or 12 years apart. Yeah. Right. Yeah, 2000, 2012. Right. Yeah. I was thinking. I was thinking for some reason I was adding another decade in there. Yeah. But 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 they, they've already. That's the Cowboys. No. They've already. They've already. Oh, oh, give me that glory hole. But the thing is, they've already anointed the next Patriots head coach, and so if you do jettison Josh Bill, McDaniels? no, fuck you, Mike Vrabel. <laughs> that I would really. Mind, you, think you see him leaving Tennessee, but. The other thing, yes, well, I could, no, I, Tennessee wants him out. I could see Tennessee. Really? I could see Tennessee firing I, him on, I on Black can't, Monday. I can't figure out for the fucking life of me that dude worked magic with the shit roster he's had. I know. And then they take away all of his I feel best like he's players. He's a really good coach. They take away. They took. They just gave AJ Brown away. They just said, "Fucking take this dude away." I know. Like, and they're one of the like best receivers. In the and they league. said, "Here's nothing. Figure it out." And they still win games. And this year they've had, they're having a bad year. And the Titans fans and the front office want him gone. So they're about to turn it around because I just <laughs> traded for my chocolate stud pony in fantasy. So, so, so like, yeah. listen, if we can, if Belichick <laughs> has to leave, I'm 99% certain that Gerard Mayo is the next head coach. But if it's Jonathan Kraft, do you really pass it off to a Belichick guy? Because now you're going to get rid of, you're going to get rid of uh, Bill. You have to get rid of Steve and his other son too. His sons are also coaches on the team. So that's three coaches gone. That's right. The Lizard King is gone. <laughs> then do you get rid of all Bill's guys? Um, they're already talking about Bill O'Brien. Unless is likely... he does that to Jonathan's asshole. Bill O'Brien is likely leaving and going to Michigan State is the rumor. Bill O'Brien? Yeah, Bill yeah. O'Brien's not long for the program, I think. I think so he's going to college. If you somehow get Vrabel back, I will be very excited. I think that is the only way... You feel good about going into next year if Bill Belichick is not your and head coach. And Joey, how many? I said it on the day it happened when we brought Vrabel into the Hall of Fame to have a coach on his bye week sitting with the Patriots owners in the luxury box talking. And I was like, that's collusion. I'm like, I'm a Patriots fan. I'm like, that is some suspicious shit. And then on the field at halftime, they didn't air it, but they aired it on the Patriots.com. <coughs> Vrabel talks about how special it is to be here and that, hey, we have a good thing here. It said we. We kept saying we. Like Peyton last night on the Manning cast? Yes, very much so. And I, I was like, I was like, Which man, I fucking I'm love, like, by the it way. just smells like there was collusion or some what if scenarios brought up. What if Well, everybody work- knows everybody talks, right? <laughs> you know, walls have building walls have ears, buildings heard. You know, it is what it is. And yeah. Nick, I got uh, Nick just asked who would be the GM. I got tons of guys that could beat GM. There's there's a plethora of guys you can go out there and find. If the Patriots were smart, 
<laughs> they would they would poach Champ Kelly from Oakland from the Vegas, from Raiders from the Raiders. Um, if they were smart, because he is, I think he is going to be one of the next best GMs in the league, and I don't believe the Raiders organization is smart enough to hold on to him. But that's just one name you could throw out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm trying to think. I really want to say, I think they go back to their roots, and I think they try to maybe ask Casario to come back. I'm not a fan of Casario coming back at this point, but I think they maybe ask if Casario wants to come back or if they want to bring back Ziegler and Casario. Either way. Because both of them did very well here together. And now they're both free agents. They're both, well, they're not free agents. Well, I'm only, thinking because, I'm only thinking Champ Kelly because, obviously, Ziegler got fired. Mm-hmm. And he's the guy to replace him. And I don't know that the Raiders are going to be smart enough to retain him, even though he's one of the best up-and-coming GM <laughs> pros, but like mind, you know, general manager minds in the in the game. Correct. Um, I, I mean, he would be he would he would probably be tops on my list if I was New England. Like, all right, how do we get this guy? Listen, for, and again, first, and I don't know the logistics of like, can he just like quit the Raiders and be like, all right, no, like, I don't think so. I don't think he can either. I think I think he's so. going to be fired or ask for his release or whatever. I, I, first and foremost, I do not want Bill to go. My ultimate scenario is I want Bill to stop drafting, though, because I think Bill is still being too economically close-minded and saying and th- he's constantly thinking of, I'll just draft guys and coach them up. That's fine. But at some point, you need talent and then to coach up the guys behind the talent. But it worked for 20 years. <laughs> it did, but he's leaving. He's, he's retiring in the next year or two anyway. Right, but it worked for 20 years. The way Bill did You're it. Right. I mean, everybody sits I here. Him, everyone, I, I, love, I love when everybody bashes Bill and they're like, Bill the GM sucks. And I'm like, yeah, man, Bill the GM got you six fucking <clears throat> Super Bowls, bro. I'm like, not going to be that guy. What are, you, what are we talking about here? Right. Oh, think, yeah, he's terrible. No, I think Bill the last few years has kind of overwhelmed himself. And I think he should just coach and do what he does best. He just lets his dog pick. <laughs> yeah, I can't stop coughing. Sorry. That's all right. My yeah. nose is running. I can't stop seasoning. But I, that's my We're biggest thing. Up. I still want... Fucking bunch of fucking walking COVID freaks in here. I still want Bill to coach this team. I do not want Bill Belichick to leave. He is the smartest coach of all time. And if you jettison... Like, as soon as as soon as he leaves, everyone's going to be like, what a fucking hero. Like, you got rid of him, you stupid bastard. You ran him out of town. You know, I mean, that's and that's and that's the beauty of the of of New England fans is they're running the greatest coach of all time out of town. Now they didn't do that in Dallas to Landry. That's not how that went down. Okay, Jerry Jones came in, bought the team, and was like, "We need to change." Hey, you know what? To Jerry Jones's credit, he caught lightning in a bottle. He traded Herschel Walker. That netted him Troy Aikman, Emmett Smith, and and Michael Irvin. Yep. And he hired the perfect coach at the perfect time. This guy. This guy who had swagger from the U and came over and was like, I'm a winner of some motherfucking Super Bowls. I'm yeah, Jimmy yeah. Johnson. And he did. What did he buy that team for? Like $93 million or something like that? Something absurdly low. But it was also 1988, 7? Right. Whatever it was. Bang, $6 billion later. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Talk about a return on your investment. Yeah. Uh, but no, I think the Patriots are running. The, the New England fans, the New England people, the, uh, uh, the media, everything else, they're running Bill out of town. Yep. Which is... Just it's egregious to me. Egregious. I mean, like even with Shanahan, when Shanahan was getting to the end of his run in Denver, when you got to 06, when Kubiak went to Houston and Kubiak had been that buffer between Jake Plummer and and Mike Shanahan, Mm -hmm. where, you know, Kubiak was doing the majority of of coaching up Jake because Shanahan couldn't stand his penchant for fucking mistakes. Yep. 
and especially at, at big times like he was like dude like you're not John Elway you don't have that cannon of an arm you right. can't make that throw why are you trying to make that throw you ain't that guy, pal. and Jake Plummer was like I'm Jake but I'm Jake the motherfucking snake. motherfucking snake and he's like I don't give a flying fuck about football I'll just go play ultimate frisbee and ride fucking mountain bikes in the, the rockers and grow shrooms and grow a beard and be like, I mean, Jake Plummer has got to be one of the fucking awesomest fucking trippy motherfuckers dudes ever. I would love to go fucking. Why do you think Aaron Rodgers is going to come back in December? Because he's probably chilling with Jake the motherfucking snake up in the mountains taking shrooms and shit. If Aaron Rodgers comes back on Christmas Eve and the Jets have a chance to make the playoffs, I will be. He's doing that holistic shit. He's got the. the, uh, I will be so happy, but we'll get into the. He's putting his wet mud on the the wounds. We'll get into the Jets and the Raiders in a minute, uh, that game, and then we'll get into the upcoming week game (laughs) as well. Um, But to kind of tie up this Patriots Colts thing here, before we get into my Broncos and the Bills, this whole Belichick on the hot seat because he drafted Mac Jones, and, and they're like, well, and again, I'm not a Mac. I'm not saying Mac is. I think Mac right now is broken. The guy, but yeah, I, I, and, and listen. He I, was broken ever since the fucking fans were calling for Zappy that first time, what, a year ago? That, was last, ago, that was last year, but last that. Year. Maybe, maybe Zach wasn't. When he said, uh, I'm out of here. Remember, you could read Mac. his mouth. I'm out of here. Fans aren't behind him. The administration ain't behind. He don't. He's fucking done. But I think at the end of the day, I really do believe when you look at the talent around him, right? They went out and they got Hunter Henry, they got Jonu Smith for that like two minutes, and then what? Then and they they never got him a wide receiver. They never put any talent they got the around guy him. From uh, Pittsburgh. Juju. Yeah, Juju. Yeah, they got Juju. Okay, great. They got Juju Smith. Dude, he's been so bad. But again, <laughs> I believe at the end of the day, and I think there's an underlying theme in New England where the pay, the players know it, that Bill is not being allowed to go out and get the guys that he wants to go get. I'm sure Bill probably wanted to go get DeAndre Hopkins. I'm sure Bill probably wanted to go and, you know, see if Jerry Judy was available at the trade deadline or or before the season started or Cortland Sutton. Or but I believe I don't believe that the Crafts wanted to pay the I don't believe Jonathan Kraft wanted to put the money up to front up those for those players when he doesn't actually believe that Bill or Mac is gonna be here in a year. I don't think anybody heard the dog, by the way. You just heard Lana just shut the fuck up. Well, she's pissing me off. Uh, (laughs) People listening are like, yo, who's Lana? Who the fuck is Lana? Is that his wife? Is that your wife? Just yelling at her. She's fucking German shepherds, man. They always gotta get the fucking last word in. It's like it's like when you know, like when I'd be like when when Paul and I would like get into a fight when we were like little kids. And I tell Paul, like, shut up, walk away. And Paul would be like, yeah, whatever. And I'd be like, shut your mouth. Don't fucking say another word. Just walk away. Don't say nothing. He'd be like, yeah, whatever. You're a bitch. And walk away. I'd be like, I told you not to say that. Yeah. Like, Put my head back, dick face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, run away. Yep. And you're like, fuck you. I'm going to kill you. But no, that's what German shepherds do. They're just, yeah. they got to get that fucking last little <laughs> in there. Fucking <laughs> stubborn bitch. She's Love a, that fucking she's dog. She's a sweet poop. God, she's the fucking best, dude. I, honestly, having a dog was like the single greatest thing that ever happened to me except for like obviously like marrying my wife um love you but uh getting the dog was the fucking best because now it's like i feel like every day like when, like today we were out at lunch and i'm like ah i'm like checking my watch i'm like i'm gonna get home like 
The dog's been home for like four hours by herself. Poor thing. What's she doing? Probably just laying around. Maybe she chased the cat for five minutes because the cat came over and was like, bah, she bah, broke bah. a window. And like that was it and like fucked with her a little bit. But I'm like, oh no, I got to go home. I need to see my dog. And then like in the mornings, like I could be like 10 minutes late to where like I'm going to be like, I'm like, I'm, I'm running late out the door. And I was like, oh, haven't said bye to my dog yet. And then I'm like 10 minutes later, I'm like all covered in dog hair. I'm like, okay, now I'm ready to go to work. Yep. Now I'm definitely going to be late, but whatever. Fuck it. Worth fuck it. it. was worth it. So um, anyway, back to the Patriots <laughs> and, and the Colts. Uh, on the Colts side of things, Paul, I mean, you got to be pretty stoked, dude. Welcome to the men's show. I mean, you guys are 500 not- club. It's a little bit. I'm, I'm worried that we're fucking ourselves and we're not doing ourselves any justice right now by just tanking games and going for fucking but see, Marvin but, Harris but here's, the, but here's the thing, like, okay, say you tank. AR's I, done for the season. Okay, rebuild back on full fucking swing. Tank everything, get Marvin Harrison Jr., listen, regroup if, if next the, year. If with the Colts a, want Marvin Harrison Jr., they'll get him. they have the ability to move up and get him. Now, what it we might could, cost them. I think. What it might cost them is, is you know, totally up to Who you. Who fucking cares? I, I Listen, I for once think Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to be one of the few receivers that have come out in the last 15, 20 years that is going to be worth moving up to get. But also, I don't know that Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to be a top five pick. Yes, he is. I don't know. Yeah, he's going to be. A I don't know, yeah, dude. Wide receivers he's going don't three. tend to go that high. He's going top three. Who was the last wide receiver to go that high? Top five? Yeah. Because, I mean, even even when you had the C.D. Lamb, Jerry Judy, like Ruggs, right? like- <laughs> Jefferson draft. That- well, Julio was was uh, the last one I think of, like, really high. Megatron, Julio, which one was first? Megatron went two, right? In 07? Yeah. He went number two? Yeah. I'm looking at But I right think now. that was the last time a guy, a, a wide receiver went top five. Julio might have been top five, but. Julio was top five. He was, was, he, was he four? He was, um. He was up there, yeah, because he was, was three like, or four. Because that was what, 11, yeah. 12? Julio? No, he was, no, 9, 10, somewhere in there. Julio was old, yeah. He was in that, that realm. But wide receivers don't tend to go that high, and there's a reason for it. Right. All right. Look at the Minnesota Vikings. If, if, the, if there was ever going to be a time or a team that you could look at and use as a case study and why I don't value wide... Like, yes, you need wide receivers. A.J. Green was the last one. Where did he go? Cincinnati. No, I know he went to Cincinnati. Pick number four. Well, 2011, 2011. I meant 2011. A.J. Green, Calvin Johnson, Braylon Edwards, Larry Fitzgerald, Julio Jones, Charles... Braylon Edwards. Charles Charles Rogers, Andre Johnson, Peter Warwick, Keyshawn Johnson, Michael Westbrook, Desmond Howard, Irving Fryer, Kenny Jackson... Lamb Jones, Jerry Butler, Wes Chandler, Ahmad Rashad. Ahmad Rashad. That's fucking wow. old. J.D. Hill. Yeah. Those are all the top, what, five receivers? Those are the receivers taken on the top five top picks five ever. Picks ever. Right, but most of those guys that you just named were in the 80s. Jesus, in the 90s. Yeah, yes. Yes. I mean, Peter, Peter Warwick was on that list. For Peter Warwick, 2000. Yeah, that was Again, Cincinnati. Yeah. Because remember, it was Peter Warwick. You had Peter Warwick and uh, Ocho Cinco. Uh, in like 2003 when the Bungles were no longer the Bungles when they got Carson Palmer and they were like, hey, look at this. We got an offense. Whoops. Um, Damn. Actually, no, wasn't Peter Warwick? Didn't Peter Warwick eventually go to Cleveland? Yes. Yeah, he did. Um, anyway, with like he was like him and like Dennis Northcutt. <laughs> Just random ass fucking people. Um, I was like randomly thought of like David Kirkus the other Northcutt. day. 
Broncos Broncos legend David Kirkus. Um, anyway, 774-992-8702. Uh, I don't think, Paul, you're Colts. I really don't think there's any reason for them to tank and go after Marvin Harrison Jr. because if you ever wanted a case study in, a wide, in wide receivers really not meaning shit when it comes to win losses, look at the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. Wait a minute. They lose Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson, and they're on, what, a four, five-game winning streak? There's three wide receivers well, missing. Well, yeah, they got Astro Dobbs, bro. <laughs> I mean, they grabbed a quarterback off the streets, and they, they're like, they've won four straight now, or five straight. Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't – and that's all without – and that's without Justin Jefferson. Right. They're undefeated without Justin Jefferson in the crazy. lineup. That was crazy. So, if you were to tell me that the, the Vikings weren't going to have Kirk or Justin Jefferson, and that was going to be the length – they were going to have the longest winning streak of their season right then and there – what do you do? You want to count pick five? Yeah, of course. Okay, so there's That's five. Top this, five. I know, but there's five more guys. That list. Oh. If I finish fifth in a NASCAR race, uh, I finished in the top five. For whatever reason, that list didn't include the guys picked fifth. So there's been five in the last eight years. What the fuck kind of list is that? I don't know. There's been five. Everybody knows it's one through five, six through ten. <laughs> Sammy Watkins, Amari Cooper, Sammy Watkins. Um, ten is the. Jucket, Jucket, Justin Blackman, Corey Davis, Jamar yeah. Chase. Jamar Chase, I was like, yeah, it was two years ago. He was drafted fifth. Yeah, okay, so there's a good one. Dude, the fucking Bengals draft so many wide receivers in the top five picks. That's like half the list is Bengals in the top five picks. And only picks. one of them has been truly great, and that's Chase. And that's because he has Burrow. Well, A.J. Green was great for a while. Yeah, A.J. Green was good. I wouldn't say great. He was a better. He was above average, but he wasn't like he was. He was a great fantasy receiver because he was the only guy on that team, and he had talent. Who's that? AJ Green. Oh yeah, yeah. I liked AJ Green, but he was never like he never. You, you never put him he in did the, the same. Fifty flu, and everybody was like, "Whoa!" No, no, that was his teammate. Same, same era. Um, um holy shit! What was his name? Fuck. He went to the Vikings after yep, too. Um, Jefferson. That no. wasn't AJ Green that did that. No, no. Nope. The other dude was built like a f- Simpson. Sa- no, it, Sa- was, Sa- it was Simpson. O.J. Right. Simpson. No, Simpson. Wait, hold. Yeah, we're all going up at the same time. Wasn't that dude who died, right, who fell out of the head? No, that's Chris Henry. That Chris Henry, right, it wasn't him. What year was that? 2009, 10, 11. Yeah, I was right, Jerome Simpson. Jerome Simpson, was it Jerome Simpson? Yep, 2011. Yeah, Simpson, that's what I thought. Can't miss, can't miss epic front flip touchdown from Jerome Simpson. That was a sick-ass play, dude. That was crazy. Holy shit. 12 years ago. Yeah, he can spruce me. Dude, I fucking hate time. How is this shit always a decade a decade of 15 or 20 years ago? Because Everything. we've been doing this a long time, brother. Everything has been 20 years ago lately. Dude, we've been doing this show for 10 years. I know. Jerome Simpson just did that play. I know. I remember that like it was yesterday. I mean, I thought it randomly the other day. Speaking of the Bengals, I was thinking randomly of, the, of Brandon Stokely. Stokely, up the sideline. Stokely. Wow, Gus! Because I was listening to Gus Johnson the other night on uh, you know call a college football game, and I'm like, holy shit, dude! That was the first game of the Josh McDaniels era. Do you ever go back and watch like the? Oh, of course you do, but like the late '90s, early 2000s football wide receivers. All I watch. Wide receiver catches out on the sideline, and if you watch the field, guys just getting fucking blown up and annihilated. In today's NFL, like flag. oh, so. <laughs> perfect segue because I did want to get into Cortland Sutton a little bit in the Broncos and the Bills. Uh because last night there was a hit like that that absolutely fucking pissed me off. Tons of hits like that lately. Cortland Sutton catching a little slant route, going across the middle, 
and gets the shoulder, gets the absolute shit shellacked out of him. Yeah, but it was a shoulder. Holds onto the ball. It was a little bit of helmet to helmet contact, I guess, but it was like one of those like inevitable, like I hit you in the chest and my head came up and whatever. And of course, they're just like, it, it, it was a big hit and everybody was like, oh, shit. And of course, just the yellow just comes raining in from all directions. And you're like, and I think I tweeted at that time. I said, uh, what, what did I say? I'll, I'll read you my tweet because it was it was that good. Well, no, you you zeded. Zeded. That's right. There's no Twitter. No, that's right. There is no no Twitter. Oh, speaking of like flags being thrown, you see the college football game this weekend. The referee threw the flag and hit the dude in the dick, and the I college player like dropped to the ground, like almost like old school Simpsons. Um, Hans Gruber, whatever the fucking the guy's name is, the old man, the mole man there. Oh, so Troy Rank, uh, who's a Denver, he's a uh, Denver Seven uh, analyst. He says Cortland Sutton takes nasty hit to the head, shoulder on a short pass, flag is thrown. My response to this, and again, I don't need to quantify this by telling you I'm a Broncos fan, and it just, I hate this fucking rule. I hate the way this game is played. J.J. Watt agrees with me. A.J. Hawk agrees with me. Pat McAfee agrees with me. Most players agree. I said, bullshit rule, bullshit call. I said, that's called fucking football. If you don't like it, don't come across the fucking middle. Seriously. Ed McCaffrey would have feasted in this day and age. A lot of guys would have. Could you, just Ed could you imagine Ed McCaffrey at 6'3", 225, with the speed he had, playing in the slot like he did? Like he did. You know what? Like you, know, he did. you know. You know. You know. Would have been an even better career. Wayne Corbett. I was just say Wayne Corbett's another one. Wayne Corbett got murdered. He was the first Wes Welker before there was a Wes Welker. Got just. And I mean, Parcells put that guy scrambled. out to get sacrificed. Scrambled. Like imagine, imagine if you could be. Like if you were Randy, imagine if Randy Moss had the ability to go across the middle without the fear of getting lit up by Steve Atwater or uh, Eugene Wilson or you know uh, you name a guy. Rodney Harrison is a young buck. You know what I mean? Like or say out hitting guys or, with, or, or God forbid a Bill Romanowski or you know a J- Levon Kirkland. Like oh imagine if, imagine if Randy Moss had just free reign to run wherever he wanted and no one could touch him. What if T.O. could go across the middle, which he did and was never afraid to, but imagine if he didn't have to have the fear of getting blown the fuck up because knowing it was going to be a 50 because they were going to go easy. They were gonna just going to try to get him to the ground because they knew because he knows if they try to blow him up and send the message, which yeah. was so much a part of football that they were going to get a 15 yard penalty and it was an absolute drive killer for the for the defense. Steve Smith Sr., good answer. Well, Steve Smith, but Steve Smith Sr. went across the middle and had no fear. Right. I'm saying, but he would have benefited even more. Oh, yeah. All these guys. I'm saying, you, you, you're talking, just go back to like 2005, right? And you got you, Rod Smith, Steve Smith, Chad Johnson, Randy Moss, mm-hmm. uh, T.O., fucking you know, Chad Johnson, uh, T.J. Hoosier-Mazood. Uh, fucking like even like, like lesser known guys like. Uh, Percy Harvin. Ha! He wasn't that fucking not well known, all right? Um, <laughs> God damn it, you threw me all off. He's actually pretty well known. <laughs> like, imagine if Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne never had to worry about, like, getting down before a big hit. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. the big hit was never going to come. Andre Bad Moon Rising. What if, what if, like, Andre Johnson didn't have to go down? Over the middle, even though nobody was trying to fuck with him except Cortland Finnegan. Uh, Andre, Andre <laughs> Johnson, which was a bad idea for him. Andre Johnson used to, he, he specifically said this in an interview, 
He said he used to work out twice as hard, so that way when defensive backs hit him, they felt it more than him. Yeah. So he put on weight to kind of like have the other guys get hurt hitting him. He wanted them to be hitting a brick wall instead, like, oh fuck, but it, hey, but this it, guy yeah. sucks. But it cost him. It cost him speed for his career. He was a great possession guy and it was a, he's still immaculate. Yeah, but he, he was still a us. fucking monster of a receiver. Who was the other monster guy? David Boston, Mr. Steroids. Well, David Boston was good. He had that one good year when he got drafted in Arizona. Then he signed that free agent deal with San Diego and sucked. Well, he did a ton of steroids. He got busted for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> he looked did like pure steroids. He looked more like Mr. Olympia than he did a receiver. Yes. That's what he was going for after. He was like trying to be DK Metcalf with all the genetics. Dude, you know what? I sneaky like DK. He's a dirty bastard. Oh, I love DK. No, do you, do you like how dirty he is though? Yeah, like like the dick flips, like the the little flippers and yeah, shit. Yeah, like like, hey, like a guy get up, like the guy was like celebrating, like like um, you know the how the guys do like the a, the quarterback overthrows the fucking receiver by twenty yards, and the defensive back is like, yo, I stopped it, and like always has to celebrate. Yeah, he walked by and like nut checked the guy, and he got a flag for it. But he did it like intentionally. He was like, "Fuck him," and he just kept walking. Yeah. But he does dirty shit like that all the time. Like the guys are getting off a pile, he pushes the guy back. Yeah, down he's kind down. of an asshole. I like it. He's like an Albert. I wish, I wish, <laughs> I wish there was more of that in today's NFL. And but like he like does it. Romanowski shit. Like we need more Vontez perfect and no. less. Ah, no. that's a bad example. What? Yeah, Von- Vontez was no. like brain dead ghetto. Listen, he's just an you give me, asshole. you give me Vontez perfect versus Heinz Ward. I'm watching that battle all day. I guarantee you, Vontez Perfect before the game was like, listen, don't let them tell you that dinosaurs were real. Like, he's one of those guys that will tell you that dinosaurs don't exist and that the earth is flat and then we have to go out there and kill people. Okay. Yeah, I don't As long as he's on my team, I don't really fucking care. I don't want that dude. He would have been a perfect Raider. Vontez Perfect is the guy that goes backwards in iRacing just to fuck you up. <laughs> yes. Okay, that's what Vontez Perfect is. He doesn't play the game. He goes backwards on the racetrack just to fuck you up. That's who Vontez Perfect is. He's a squeef. <laughs> now, listen, I, I just think we got to get back to uh, actually playing football on the football field because even even on – I think it was Sunday afternoon, my wife and I – it was just me and my wife on Sunday – and we're hanging out at Le Fontaine Fats. Le Fontaine Fats. And, you know, we're having a couple of adult beverages, a few sodas, and we're watching football. And I forget what game it was. It might have been Cleveland-Baltimore. I don't really recall what game exactly it was, but it was one of the 1 o'clock games. And there was a big hit, and the flags came flying in. And my wife looked at the TV. She goes, oh, what's the flag for? Playing football? And I was like, yes. and I looked, and I was like, I have... You you you've been paying attention. They Thank said God. that during the Colts game too. Yes. During the Colts Patriots game, did you catch that? Yeah. Oh, they're gonna get flagged for playing football. Did they and really? I was like, yeah. yeah. And I, I didn't watch any of that. I didn't watch football. And I was like, yeah. And it was on. But it was a flag that I wouldn't have been happy with or whatever. But no, it was against New England. But but do you know do you know who said it? Oh yeah. Uh no. It was McCourty. Yeah, it was. Exactly. Oh, right. It was That's Devin he McCourty. Was in the yeah, it was. And, and I didn't very, watch a, I, I'm not going to lie. I didn't watch a single minute of that game. <laughs> yeah, McCourty <laughs> was like, nothing. oh, boy, what's he going to do? Get flagged for no, because playing people, football? People question me when I say, like, you need to – because what people don't understand is when it comes to the NFL Europe games and Thursday night football, the power lies with us, the consumer. If we stop watching or we start bitching – It's never going to happen. It will stop. It will go away. If we stop watching Thursday, you're right. It'll never happen because there's way too many degenerates. Sips. 
too many simps, and there's too many people that throw it on as background noise as something to do on a Thursday night or, or, you know, they're cooking breakfast on a Sunday morning, and they're like, oh, there's a game on. Great. Let's throw it on. Like, nah, fuck that, dude. Don't put that shit on. It's trash football. If you want sports as, like, that's what college football is made for. College football is the best background noise to an event that you could ever have. Put on fucking rugby. If you want, no, no, no. Like, if you want to have, like, a great, like, you want to go out for brunch. (laughs) You want to go out for brunch or lunch on a Saturday? Fuck rugby. Having college football on on the TVs, wherever you're at, in the bar, whatever, you're hanging out in a bar room on a Saturday afternoon, day drinking with a bunch of your buddies, and college football's on, great. That's what it's for. Because there's 700 fucking games, only, like, one a week really actually means something <laughs> and it's on at either 3 30 or 8 o'clock no one's actually paying attention you just get to kind of have something going on to like keep a conversation going like it's like when you gotta like your wife drags you out right to some fucking let's say your wife drags you out to brunch right and you're like fuck off i don't want to go to brunch with a bunch of your work people that i don't fucking know this sucks and you know it's all her work friends and their husbands or whatever. And you go out and you all know, like, like, oh, fuck off. This is going to fuck. No one wants to be here. <laughs> but college football is on. So now we all kind of have something to talk about. Oh, who are you rooting for? Oh, who do you like? Oh, what are you doing? Oh, did you bet on this? I bet on this. Oh, did you bet on that? You bet on- Next thing you know, the husbands are off at a table. And they're going fucking watching college football or talking amongst themselves with college footballs on. Because it's a great distraction to the shitty fucking restaurant that you're at with the overwatered scrambled eggs or your shitty ass eggs Benedict or whatever that you ordered. That was like $30 because you're like, well, it's like it's real Canadian ham. Bottomless mimosas. Yeah. And you're like, oh, oh, we got more bottomless mimosas. And you're like, great, dude. Like I could get bottomless mimosas for like five. Five bucks at the at liquor my store. House. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. So like, it's just it's something. It if you want background noise, that's what Saturdays are for. That's what college football is for. Sundays is where the real shit takes place. I don't want background noise. I don't want the NFL to be reduced to background noise because when you start reducing the NFL to a college football level of like quality, where you're like ah. We got the Patriots and the Colts. Neither one of these teams are going to the fucking playoffs. Neither one of these teams are fucking good. No one actually outside of these two markets gives a fuck about these teams because there's not even an intriguing storyline going on here. Well, did you see the, the the banner for the game was Brady versus Manning? Was it really? <laughs> oh, my God. To advertise the game, they used a picture of Brady versus Manning. Oh, my God. That's fucking great. The Germans are probably it? like, oh, yeah, schnitzel. Well, they are the king of propaganda. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't see that the advertisement for it? Joseph Goebbels' great nephew is over there. Like, <laughs> I got something for him. Uh, but I, no, I got like, to bring this up. But that's know. the thing. Like, there's there's no there's no intrigue to that game. So casuals and simps just throw it on because it's on, and they're like, oh yeah, we'll throw it on. I mean, whatever. Like, we're just hanging out as a family on Sunday You're Kyle morning. Kyle Brant of the world. Yeah, uh, yeah, of course. Like, whatever, dude. Like, I get it. Like, it's our job to cover it. But like, I refuse to watch it. If it's in Europe, I won't watch it. If it's in, if it's Never on Thursday night, I won't watch it. Bell, like I'm not watching Bengals Ravens on 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 Thursday. I am at work probably. I, I won't even watch it at work. Uh, even if I have the opportunity, I won't. I, I'm not going to watch it. Because, you know why? The only Thursday night game that I watch at any any uh, at any point Bless during you. the year is Thanksgiving night and opening night. That's it. Other than that, I don't watch any of the shit. I boycott it because it's terrible. It's a terrible fucking product. It's watering down the product, and it's bringing it really down is. the level of the of of intrigue 
that I have. Like I, dude, nobody gives a shit about fucking Colts Patriots. <laughs> no. Out, like I said, outside. What is wrong with you? My allergies are fucked, bro. Just all of a sudden, like He's out of crying. the last like forty five minutes, it's just like like fuck you. Well, I went. Home. I went to a coffin fit like ten minutes ago, so I hear you. Yeah. This guy's like a mess right now. I might just go home. I'm fucking. Just, <laughs> He's like, I'm just crying. <laughs> oh, I just fucking allergies, bro. Fall allergies, spring allergies. It's like twice a year, just to fucking smack. I know. Me. I don't. I don't get my. I don't get fall allergies anymore. I'm lucky. Yeah, I didn't go out of that shit. Uh, every seven years, your body changes. Yours apparently so changed for the worst. Supposedly, yeah. Yours changed for the worst. It got worse. Um, like, what the fuck? But nonetheless, all right, so let's talk a little bit of my Broncos and my Bills, the Bills last night, because there's a lot of... What a game last night. There is two teams on two <laughs> different, two totally different trajectories right here. You've got the Bills falling to 5-5. Five and five. The Broncos advanced to 4-5. and five. The Broncos defense has done a complete fucking 180. And you know what? I want to sit here and I want to say props. Props to Vance Joseph. I wanted you fired after the Miami game. I wanted you gone. I think everybody did. You gave up 70 points. Shame on Mike McDaniel for not kicking that field goal and putting up 73 because it's going to cost you, buddy. Hate to break it to you, but it's going to suck. That was the ad. I want to I want to give I want to give him props because this Broncos defense has done a complete fucking 180. In the last 3 games they've played or or 2 games they've played, they've beat Patrick Mahomes. They've held Patrick Mahomes time. and Josh Allen to a grand total of one touchdown and 10 turnovers. Let that sink in for a minute. The same defense that gave up 70 points and week three to the Miami Dolphins, the track team, has held Josh McDaniels. I, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Josh Allen. Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes to one touchdown <coughs> and ten turnovers. That's impressive. That is, I, I don't coaching. I, I, I've never seen a turnaround like this in my life That's in the NFL. Pretty ridiculous. This is insane to me. That being said. Russ Wilson continues to take care of the ball. Is he lighting the world on fire? No. Did Cortland Sutton break the fucking Twitterverse last night yes. with his catch? Yes. Perhaps. That was, that was crazy impressive. We have the catch Crazy right here. impressive. Uh, this. Most ridiculous catch. This, 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 me, this to me right here, this is, this is going to go down as the catch of the year. You'll be hard-pressed to find a better catch. You might find a, a catch that's in, in a more important situation. But depending on how the Broncos season goes from here on out, this might be the most important catch of the year and the best catch of the year. I mean, look at this shit. He grabs it. He's dragging his foot before he gets even the ball's even there. He's just lining up for it, and it just drops right into his arms. They called it incomplete on the field. Ended up being a completion. That, to me, right there is the catch of the year. If you, don't, if you want to see it, it's all over Twitter. Just go mm-hmm. type in Cortland Sutton, and you'll find it. Um, and I'm sure that there's live reacts to it and everything oh, else. Oh, it's sick. It was one of the best catches. I swear to God, I looked, and I'm like, I was about to text you, and I'm like, I, I actually, I think I did. I texted the group chat. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's a catch. I would hold the brakes right now on anything further than, than that. My only concern was I thought his left foot might have been on the chalk or touching the chalk so that they were going to let the – There was the, a nice gap there. But they – The first I, angle, you could see it. I thought they were going to let the, the call on the happened. field stand because there was it was going to be so close. Yeah, as that's the what I was worried happened, about. You could see the gap, and that's why when I looked at his feet, I was like, "Holy fuck!" I'm like, "I'm pretty sure he caught that ball 
and it was in his possession before his toe dragged out because his other foot was in. I knew it. I saw it. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. It means absolutely nothing. You could have eight an 8K television and your own zoom in, and you could say, I can count every blade of grass that he's not touching. And the NFL, you still have no idea if it's going to be a touchdown or not because it all comes back to the guys in the booth, the guys in Vegas, and they're going to say, touchdown or not a touchdown. I've seen plays that were 100% touchdown unequivocally get turned into into no calls oh hell yeah makes no sense well the, what did i say paul last <laughs> night when we were in the group chat i said this is depending on how vegas wants it this is yes this, this this is a vegas this is a vegas thing i was like this is going to be a vegas call depending on what vegas wants here dude and i'm telling you the kicker for the fucking broncos took the under and he's like i gotta stop fucking missing some of these points <laughs> <laughs> i'll tell you what will lutz did everything he could Special teams did everything they could to sabotage that game for us last night. He fucking missed the fucking kick. Sean Payton reamed him the fuck out going in that. Like, I'll never. I I watched it live last night. I thought I put it in the chat, but I didn't. He's like, it goes to the sideline. The Broncos are getting the ball back for like the final two minutes. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's right before commercial. It shows Sean Payton go up to the kicker, and he points at him, and it's almost like, you better fucking make this kick. It almost looks like he said, because you don't see what his mouth says, but it looks like he's reaming him out like, you better fucking make this kick. Mm-hmm. And then it goes to the commercial, it comes back, and the Broncos are driving. Obviously, a few plays happen where they move back, when they go forward. And then, let's just get right to the end. I'm going to say the ending because you're a Broncos fan, so I'm going to explain it as a Patriots fan. And I'm like, perfect setup. They're going to – I didn't dis- – I disagreed with the whole one last play and then have the guys rush on the field and kick a quick field See, goal. I didn't, I didn't mind like it that. because there was 24 seconds left. So there right. was like way more – you, you had just enough to get the – like the play clock wasn't going to expire. You could have kicked it. Honestly, I thought they kicked it early. They kicked it with eight seconds left. Yeah. And I thought they, they I thought it, they rushed it too case, much. In case of a botch, I guess they were saying. In case they, they rushed it in case – No, it was fourth down. It wouldn't have mattered. Oh, it was fourth down. You're yeah. right. I they were doing it on third. Yeah. All of a sudden – he misses it, and I'm like, this fucking Not going to lie, Sean Payton ducked a big bullet on that one. Yes, he did. And Manning, live in the, no, on, the, on the cast, was just like... When they missed it, I was like, no. I'm like, God damn it, all that. And then, he missed but it, minute, but as, soon as, as like, soon as no he, as soon as the ball was in the air, I saw the ref go like this, and I'm like... And I see it, and I'm like, he fucking missed it. But as as I said, he's fucked it. He fucking missed it. I see the yellow flying on the th- on the on the field, and I'm like... Okay, what do we got? Was it you? Full start, offside. One of you two has to buy a Demar Hamlin jersey. You for fucking winning the, your fantasy football season. <laughs> Joey for costing his team the game so the Broncos can win it at the end. Demar because, Hamlin because Demar Hamlin was the twelfth man on the field. Was he? Yes. <laughs> yes, he was. He's like this, standing behind the eleven guys the, like this. The story gets better. <laughs> Dude, he's just standing with his arms on his hips like you this. You know, I beat Shanice this week. Some too, right? say, I know, good. Some yeah. say his heart grew three times. Yeah, fuck Shanice. I beat his ass. That's twice this year, I think. Can Can I just say this too about that game when when uh, what's his name got hurt and and Hamlin came into the game on that final drive? Yep. I was literally just sitting there going, God damn it, like Russ, I don't give a fuck. If you're gonna lose this game, whatever you do. Do not let DeMar Hamlin be the one to fucking end this game. If, DeMar if that ball had gotten tipped off of 12 <laughs> people's fucking hands and, and DeMar, DeMar Hamlin came down with it, they'd be like, he's the greatest player of all time. This is the greatest comeback we've ever seen. You, I, I'm like, I, I was like, I cannot handle another fucking seven months of just DeMar Hamlin everywhere I they look. They would have driven an ambulance onto the field. <laughs> 
opened the back doors, pulled out a table, and then gently placed him through the table and be like, Bill's Mafia. Yes. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> or, you know, maybe there would have been like dildos flying down on the field, but nonetheless. I love how that, that fans I love how the fans always threw dildos at Brady and they were like, You're gay. And it's like, who's smuggling in all these dildos? dildos. <laughs> I mean Who's the gay one? Pretty fucking awesome idea, to be honest. <laughs> But the best thing was is that it wasn't just like one or two. It was so many. I remember it was like two years ago. It was like Kendrick Boyd. He's like, yeah. he's like, he's like pointing the around. The big pink one that was on the corner. Yeah. He's like, why is there a giant? But the way he pointed, totally. he's like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I will, so fucking funny. I will give the Bills fans credit. They do crack me the fuck up. They are funny. Uh, and they, they, are, they are very passionate about their team. Uh, you know, as far as the Broncos are concerned, I fucking told y'all. I told you our defense was not this bad. I didn't know how to fix it. Apparently, Vance Joseph did, and thank God he did because now we've won three straight. Yep. We're one game under five hundred. We get the Vikings in our building on Sunday night. We beat the Vikings. We'll have beat Patrick Mahomes, Josh Astro Allen, Dobbs. and Space Dobbs in three in three straight games. <laughs> the past or not. And we'll have beat them in three straight games. Justin Jefferson is likely out again on on uh, on Sunday night against the Broncos. So PS2 versus Justin Jefferson will have to wait till another year. Um, that being said, I love the Broncos' chances against the Vikes. And after that, the schedule gets very favorable. I know, like, Cleveland's got a great defense right now. They're playing good. Dude, you play us. Detroit. We got, we've got, got Detroit. We've got Cleveland. we got Cleveland, Detroit. Not in order. Cleveland, Detroit, the Chargers twice, the Patriots, and who am I missing? I don't even know. Chargers. Oh, the Raiders. We get the Raiders at the end of the year. Raiders, Raiders, Chargers twice. Raiders, Chargers twice. uh, Cleveland, Houston, Detroit. Houston was the other one. Houston. We get get Houston. CJ Stroud. Hey, the funniest thing is, like, speaking of, like, the, the, the records and stuff like that, if the Patriots were just mid- like, if they were just middle of the pack, we'd be right in the neck for our AFC East, like, leaders. I know. Like, we're, like, four games behind. All we have won no had, games. All you guys yeah. had to do was score one touchdown the other day. <laughs> Fuck you. You just had to score one touchdown. Dude, we can't touchdown. score points any most you weeks. score one touchdown. I mean, I started Ezekiel Elliott. It would have been nice if he had gotten that one touchdown. And Did you he- guys were tearing us the fuck up on the... I know it came late, but even early in the game, Zeke was getting, like, eight-yard gash. 12-yard guy. I'm like, fucking Christ. We couldn't stop a nosebleed, dude. But then every time they get down in the red zone, they cough the ball up or miss or fuck it up. And I'm like, you can't. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I'm like, this is insane. I'm, I'm, I'm watching this. I'm like, this can't be NFL football right now. Yo, what I'm watching. That Mac Jones, that Mac Jones interception to end the it's game. It's in Europe. It may as well not be. But the thing is, it was the greatest thing at the end. It was comically was bad. Was the Bill Belichick reaction when he just does the, oh, my God. God, and he just puts his hands on his fucking face like, I'm done. You can just I see love, it. He was like, I fucking quit. I'm fucking done. I like, love how people, jo- Mac, Mac Jones underthrows the ball by about 12 yards, gives the softest interception of all time to the Indianapolis guy who was like, oh, shit. The ball's oh, right in his hand. I, I didn't even feel that. And then people are like, fucking get rid of Bill. Yep. <laughs> it's like immediately. Bailey Zappi comes in, he throws three passes, Dude, and the third one's Bailey a pick. And I was like, ah! Oh! He thought he thought he was Dan Marino from the eighties. He's like he's like hike hike hike. He's like fucking Brucey from the longest yeah. yard. He fake spikes it and launches it into three cold players. There's hey, they, there's no Patriot players around. Three no, cold players. Right. I was like, if, 
I saw the field of white, and I was just like, oh, my God. I was like, please catch that. And he did. I was like, oh, my God. You that is fucking, awesome. You can't make that shit up. But, like, the best part was that nobody rushed. Everyone was like, oh, he's going to throw it. He fake spiked it anyway, and he launches it into three goals. Nobody players. rushed him. They were all backing up, and he was like, fake spike. Ah, just kidding. Pick. <laughs> Everybody's like, well, that, that's that was like, the shittiest play I've that's ever why seen. Last year all, all the Zappy fans are like, mm. fuck. I like, was never on I love, that bandwagon. I, I love how all the, uh, yeah, but a lot of the Zappy fans on Sunday were like, okay, Mac Jones isn't the answer, and neither is Bailey Zappy, but, yeah. but we need to get rid of both. They're like, we got to get rid of both. We got to start clean. Like, 33% of Oh, no, Bailey. it was the other way around. Sorry, it was, 33% it was, of Zappy's passes on Sunday were picks. <laughs> Fucking brutal, dude. Absolutely brutal. Uh, speaking of picks and, and the 30 of your passes being picks, let's talk about the fucking human turnover machine that has become Josh Allen. Holy uh, shit, like, bro. So, and again, this... Dude, quarter, This I, brings me back because this Bills ahead. loss last night, right? This is a big loss for the Bills. Now, their season's not over. They're five and five. Okay, yeah. we all know it. Really, yeah. what you do before Thanksgiving really doesn't matter, right? It's all about what you do from Thanksgiving it's that on. Stretch. And the Bills have—they've got a lot of talent. They've got a lot going on. They've got a lot of pieces, right? But do you remember when we came back? When I came back from Florida a couple of years ago, and we came back for PJ's wedding, and it was after the Kansas City. Buffalo game when the Kansas City Chiefs went down and tied it up with 13 seconds left and the Chiefs ended up going on to win it in overtime and get into the AFC Championship where they ultimately lost to the Bengals Yep. and everybody was sitting there saying like you know what that was a great fucking game the Bills shouldn't hang their heads they'll be back they'll be back they got the coach they got the quarterback they'll be back and we said it that fucking Tuesday I think I got home on Monday on Tuesday, we did the show, and I said, no. No, it's not easy. I said, no. I said, all these people that are sitting here, all these Buffalo fans or, or Buffalo apologists that are apologizing. You think it's mad easy. Don't, be, it's don't worry. Easy. You'll be back. You got the coach. You got the quarterback. You'll be back. Brother, I hate to break it to you. You ain't Brady and Belichick. You ain't Peyton Manning. This is you not a guarantee. You ain't Reed Mahomes. <laughs> this isn't a guarantee. You don't just get back to this because you show up. Right. I'm like, this is difficult. And those opportunities that you have, the fact that the Bills blew that opportunity to the Kansas City Chiefs, they could have gone on and beat Cincinnati in the AFC Championship game that year. Yeah. I think they were better than Kansas City, uh, Cincinnati that particular year. I think so, too. And I think they would have given... Would they have beaten L.A.? And could nah. they have... Ah, uh, they could have, but no, I picked L.A. The to win human, the Super the Bowl The human turnover the machine in the Super Bowl... Uh, but this is before he became the true human turnover machine. No, he's been a human turnover machine since day one. Oh, I know. I know he's turned the ball over a lot, but he had a very good year that year. Yes, he did. Uh, in the words of, uh, to quote a very good movie, uh, he was having a very good day. Um, but Josh Allen and, the, and company, when they blew that game to the Kansas City Chiefs, it was, ah, don't worry, you'll be back. And then what happens the next year? They get back to the playoffs. They fall flat on their face against the Bengals. Fucked. And, and they get run out of the building by Joe Burrow and company. Now we're looking at this year. They're 5-5. Five and five. They, I think their average age on the team is like the highest in the league right now. They get a lot of money tied up and a lot of older guys. We don't know what Stephon yeah, Diggs is going to do. Yep. 
after this year. It doesn't seem like, you know, we were on the fence whether or not he was going to be a Buffalo Bill this year. Yeah. What do we? I can pretty much guarantee you he's not going to be a Buffalo Bill next year. Right. Dude, his brother is tweeting for him. Yeah. Saying, like, yo, he wants out. He wanted out last year. He definitely wants out this year. Mm-hmm. And then they, fired, down to, they fired poor Ken Dorsey. Dallas, and Diggs is a fucking phenomenal receiver. Dude, Ken, oh, yeah, he's phenomenal. Fantastic. What did Ken Dorsey do to get fired? They're top six in, like, every offensive category. Honestly, Sean, if, you, if, if the Buffalo Bills win that game yesterday... Dorsey keeps his job. No shit. Probably. But you cannot lose a game in prime time to a, to a team that to a scrub team to a team that gave up seventy points to one of your division rivals Unquote. a few weeks ago. Okay, because that's all everybody remember. It's it's all about it's all about sound bites and snapshots. It's it politics and sports are very similar. It's sound bites and snapshots. Nobody really nobody's watched the Broncos defense do the complete one eighty. I have because I've been watching it, but nobody has seen this defense do the complete one eighty since they jettisoned Frank Clark and Randy Gregory, and they brought Barrett Browning Baron Browning back off of IR and so on and so forth. Right? No one's no. I've watched it, but I'm a Broncos fan, so it's expected. I should know this. No one else has. So what they're looking at is, this is a Broncos defense. Like, all right, yeah, they got lucky against Kansas City because you know Patrick Mahomes was sick. But uh, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll go out there and just you know casually wipe the floor with them. No, dude, this is the NFL. Like, there are no easy games. Right. So there are a lot of people who don't pay attention to teams individually. They pay attention to the league, and it's not to say they don't pay attention, but they might not have been. Their attention might have been elsewhere. They didn't see what was happening in Denver, and they didn't see what was happening in Buffalo. And when you combine those two things, you get the combination. That's what you get on Monday night. Nobody else was watching the Broncos do this complete 180. So when they come in and they think, like, the last thing half the Bills fans saw or know of the Broncos is they gave up 70 to the Miami Dolphins. Now, that was over a month and a half ago. But they gave up 70 to the Miami Dolphins. 70. In the National Football League, 7-0. Yeah, it's crazy. 70 points. So every casual Bills fan or fan that doesn't pay attention to either teams is sitting there looking at going, okay, yeah, Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs, this team gave up 70 points? Like, yeah, they're going to run yeah, all over this right, defense. Right, they're going right. to fucking do whatever they, they want. Overlooked the, they overlooked the fuck. It's one of those times where, you know how you always say, like, oh, it's not about the name on the back of the jersey. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's about the team. This was the instance of y'all forgot who the names on the back of the jerseys were. We're actually a good fucking team. You they actually had talent. They right. just were mismanaged. And and the, it bit the Bills right in the dick. And the Bills came out there. And now, listen, the Bills have had offensive problems this year. Their offensive problems have been highly documented. I mean, go out, outside of, like, what, two games this year? Yeah. The Bills have looked pretty pedestrian on offense. Pretty much, yeah. Josh Allen is turning the ball over at a rate you can measure by the minute. Uh, what do you have three turnovers yesterday? Four, five. Well, they turned the ball over five, but two Four. of them were fumbles. There was oh. a fumble in the first play of the Did game. Did they count the James Cook one? The first play of the game? <coughs> no, late in the game. No, it bounced back to him. So he fumbled it, but it wasn't a. It wasn't yeah, recovered by the defense. He scooped it back up and actually helped his ass get some separation in a little bit, it probably just, about twenty extra fucking yards. That was a pretty perfect bounce. When that happened, I was like, "Come on." Yeah, like, he don't tell about me. 15, 20 yards from that. Because I kept sitting there saying it the whole game. I'm like, come on. I'm like, we're dominating the fuck out of this game on defense. But if we don't start putting fucking touchdowns on the board, like these field goals, like it just, it doesn't it's matter. Right. You can't live like that in the NFL, which is why the Broncos are not going to anybody's Super Bowl. They might make it into the playoffs and they might be a problem. 
but they're not going to be a Super Bowl caliber team unless this offense somehow does what the defense has done and does the complete 180, which at this point, I, I, I didn't think the Broncos defense was capable of doing what they're doing. So I'll fucking whatever. Fuck uh, it. We'll, we'll, we'll just let it ride. I mean, I did put 100 bucks down on the Broncos to win the Super Bowl preseason. <laughs> so if that fucking ends up shipping up and shaping out, I'll be fucking in good shape. But neither here nor there. The Bills, though, the trajectory of the Bills right now, if you win that game last night, you, you advance to six and four, and you're feeling like, okay, we're in the thick of it. Seventh you know, playoff spot. Yeah. You're, we're like, all right, we're, 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 right, we're right on Miami's ass. You know, we, we got them right kind of where we want them. We can, we can put this thing together. But you lose that game the way the Bills did. And now you're starting to see the offensive coordinators fired. Stephon Diggs' brother is tweeting. You know, Trayvon Diggs is tweeting. He wants mm-hmm. out. Stephon Diggs is making comments. Like, yep. there now it seems like that locker room is fractured. Right. And I don't know that you know, you got Wink Martindale and Brian Dayball going at it on the sidelines, bitching each other the That's fuck not out. Yep. Not a good look. I like Wink. It looks like it's a fucking – that the Buffalo Bills right now are – they are a sinking ship. Oh, yeah. And as good as Josh Allen is and I'm, as talented as he is. I'm here for every second of it. You're loving it. <laughs> Sean, Sean's like, we spent, yeah. we spent the last 20 years absolutely fucking destroying this team. <laughs> and they finally get like a little bit of life and they think they're people. And now I'm just going to like just relish this. My, just, hey, yeah. my favorite thing is when the Bills get humiliated like that. I pretend to be a Bills fan online. And I'm like... <laughs> I'm like, I'm done with this team. Bye, <laughs> <Hi>, everyone. <laughs> Sean goes like full, like, full. Oh, dude, trust me. It works every time. People are like, that's right. <laughs> Fuck these people. <laughs> the amount of people that have your back when you say crazy shit is insane. It is. Yeah. It is because they just. They're, I'm a they're member like, on the Colts. Finally, the just somebody Colts saying what one. I've been thinking this whole time. I've been pretty low. I've been pretty like, uh, like you know, medium, you know, medium through the Colts when I'm on a Colts uh uh, what do you call it, fan page or whatever. I've been talking shit, but not like crazy like that. Like I've been agreeing with you. You know, it's a good time. I haven't gotten like this involved on like a, in like a football fan page ever. So like to go on and be like top contributor, you're like, oh, that's kind of nice. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I post a lot of shit on there and like guys have like a lot of good, you know, and it's, it's funny to see like when you go to like a concentrated like page for fans and you like get all the fucking views from like, Fuck Gus Bradley. Uh, fuck Steichen. Fuck Jim Irsay. Fuck, and it's just like, gee, fuck Minshew. It's like, yo, chill. And then you get like the, love these guys, love these. And you get the complete opposite oh, yeah. and everything of, oh, like, yeah. of like all spectrums. And you're like, man, this is like one fuck. Like, whatever happened to just like rooting for the best for the team? Nah. You know what I mean? Like, nah, man. People come in and they're like, yo, fuck this guy. I'm like, yeah, but he's pretty nasty. Yeah, but fuck him. I don't like him. I'm like, you're an idiot. You know what I mean? Like, the best part, the best and worst part about the internet. It's the baseless claims and bullshit they come is out that, with. Is that, I forgot what, who, who you said this analogy many years ago. And they said, the best thing and worst thing about the internet is that, imagine you're back in school and this was 20, 30, 40 years ago. And every person in the classroom, including the teacher, had a microphone. And he goes, there's several students you just never wanted to hear talk. <laughs> and they're like, I have something to say. Yeah. <laughs> just like, just shut the no, microphone. no, you don't. And now they have that microphone. <laughs> and like, now they have like, the microphone. We know you do, but you can save it for later. They, you know what? 
Put it in an email. They're, they're the Zach Galifianakis of like like the Hangover crew. It's like you tell them a historical Actually, fact. Fax that to me. Yeah. <laughs> you tell them a historical fact and they're like, oh, you know, back when this happened, like Napoleon died. He's like, actually, Napoleon was not a midget. He was eight feet tall. Okay. Napoleon was like actually like almost six foot, wasn't he? No, I don't remember. No, that's true. But I'm just I'm just saying. It's like there's like, that like that one. It's like that one meme that constantly goes around that you know is fr- it's been proven fake. Like fifteen, like the one that's uh, I think it was like a Chevy like dealership receipt where it was like a thirty thousand dollar tab to replace the battery in one yes, of the like yes. electric vehicles. Twenty five thousand for a and, volt. Yeah, and you're like, and everybody's like, yeah, that's that's fake. Like that's not. They're like, no, not, it's it's real. Like it's, it's not real. real. And everybody's like, no, it's real. I'm telling you right now. I drive a V8 gas guzzling truck, and that's real, man. That's fucking real. And it's like, y- y- but it's not. And they're like, nah, I'm telling you, it is. They no one's five foot six. No one, no one would lie on the internet ever. No, they don't do that. That's what it's there for. Yeah, the internet is for the truth only. It's there to guide you. Yeah. You no one that, ever you, lies you on the that? internet <laughs> about anything do you ever. See, do you see the picture I sent to the group chat? Like that's why that's why I love about the internet the most. Like the the things people people share. <laughs> <laughs> this cat with the hands. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna use that so often in so many situations. Just the cat. Um. All right. So let's wrap this thing up real quick. Um. The Bills. It's I, over. I'm not saying the season's over. Oh no, no. I'm I'm saying the Bills' chance of they winning gotta, anything is over. They gotta but that window, again, this goes back to what we said when, you know, Stephon Diggs was standing on the field with his hands on his hips, watching the Chiefs celebrate, saying crying. We'll be back. No, you say we'll be back. Don't worry. I'm gonna I'm gonna take all this in because we'll be back and I wanna I'm I can't wait to take all this in because I'm never gonna see it again. And <laughs> going back unfortunately to in this league. That window is open for a millisecond, and it will slam the fuck shut right on your dick if you are not careful. Yep. And let me tell you, as someone who has had a window slammed on their dick, it is not a fun time. It's a very interesting analogy and also very true. You were here. <laughs> He's like, the window was you. I'm like, what the fuck? No. Like, no, it was that window. Yes, right? no, I get the joke. Yeah, that was that. That actually happened. Oh, I yeah. actually dropped it on my dick. I felt like Quagmire. Like, ah! Yeah. Yeah, it's in the window this time. Um, <laughs> anyway, 774-992-8702. Damn it. Uh, real quick on the Jets and the Raiders. Um, great win for the Raiders. I mean, you got to be, as a Raiders fan, like elated that you fire Josh McDaniels, the absolute asshole, and you go out there and you beat the Jets on... What night was that? Thursday night? No. no. It was, uh, it was Sunday. Oh, no. Sunday night. It was Sunday night football. Sunday That's right. Night. Yeah, I didn't watch a half a minute of that game either. I did because I had Max Crosby and I had to make sure I beat I, I Janice's ass. No, I was watching. Goose egg. I, I remember getting. To, I was like, I, I remember looking at the fucking tab. You're like, oh, who's on the night game tonight? And I remember seeing Jets Raiders. I was like, you gotta be. You told fucking, me you were hopping on zombies early. Yeah, like, I was yeah. like, you gotta be fucking kidding me, dude. I'm like, this is what we're fucking. This is what I'm left with for the rest of the night. I was like, what the fuck, dude? I watched it. I was bullshit. Uh, All night long, beep, 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 terrible fucking game. Somebody had to win it. Zach Wilson just, you know, Zach's... Uh, Zach, uh, Sp- he is him. He won the Hemi Award. Sp- Spillane with the Spillane. interception to end it. Zach Wilson. Didn't watch it. I was already downstairs. Terrible. <laughs> no, no, I was already in bed. I mean, at what point? Right, because you didn't go to sleep because you got out of work up, sat, uh, Sunday morning. I had to watch the Colts game in the morning. And watch the Colts in so the morning. So I yeah. couldn't go to bed when I got off a 16-hour shift on Hey, you know hours what's sleep. wild? Is 
speaking of uh, crazy shit, uh, scheduling, we'll get to this in a second, but uh, I just wanted to say um, the Raiders' little two-game win streak is real cute. It's about to come crashing to an end, though. I hate to break it to them. Well, when they all have, like, smokers cough because they smoke cigars after the game. Yeah, I mean, they're pulling up in low riders and all this other shit. Like, they they went from, they went from, uh, what did they say? They went from, uh, like, Beverly Hills 90210 to fucking NWA, like, in a matter <laughs> yeah. of, like, weeks. Like... <laughs> I have a guy who I saw. I think Duffy sent me a picture of like it was a, a picture from Chappelle's show where they're all shooting dice. Yes. And he was like live looking at the Raiders locker room after they win. Like it was fucking I was crying laughing. It was like Chappelle and uh and all that and all them. But Well, I I don't understand like like Antonio Pierce is like he was like, I don't he's like, I don't really believe in practice. I'm like, what are you talking about? Listen, I love AP, I, man. I do. I think AP's got a future as a coach if he wants it. Um to what degree it'll be decent, but I can honestly see the Raiders making a terrible mistake and falling in love with the coach. It, it, listen, if they let Champ Kelly run that team and hire the next head coach, I think the Raiders' future has gotten a lot brighter. But uh, immediately the next head coach is already set up for failure if it's not Antonio Pierce because he let these guys install basketball hoops and smoke cigars after games. Yeah, you know who else uh, installed basketball hoops in the locker room? Nathaniel Hackett. How'd that fucking work that's out? What, that's what I mean. Yeah. You, you're so, going to piss off all the players. Cool. Players, like, we have Yo, no cigars wait, anymore. You guys want to play basketball? I don't Go fucking hoop on your own time. We're here to play football. Like, get the fuck out of here with that shit. Like, you know, and not for nothing, but Nathaniel Hackett, that offense not exactly looking like it's humming right along over there in New York either. Nope. You know, as good as they were supposed to be. You know, I know Aaron Rodgers was the cure-all. We want this to be a stress-free zone. Dude, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Let's, let's, let's talk about Aaron Rodgers for two seconds, too. He's aiming to come back in four weeks. December. Christmas Second, Eve. He's, no, he's no uh, the week he's, before Christmas. He's oh, Russian. he was the week before now? He's rushing it. He's going to rush back, and someone's going to murder him, yep. and it's going to be the end of his career. He's, he's only, But there is murder. a caveat to that. He's only going to come back murder if the boys that. are still in it, meaning right. if the Jets are in it to get to the playoffs. So no, I, I think it's all about himself now. I don't yeah, think yeah. if they – no, nah, I don't think it is because if he said it today on Pat Mac or yesterday on uh, – the Pat Mac show reported it. It was dependent on whether or not the Jets were going to be in have a shot at the playoffs. If they have a shot, he'll come back. But you lose to the Raiders on the road the way you did on Sunday night. What What's are we doing? What are we doing here? Like no, like that's the game you got to win in order to keep your Aaron Rodgers return hopes alive. Right. And you're not even doing that. So, right. I mean. Robert Sala, I think, is overrated as a head coach. I think he should have pulled the plug on Zach Wilson a long time ago. Is there a chance they get rid of Rodgers at the end of the year? No. No. I don't think they can. I think they're locked into him for one more year. At least. For one more year, and I think they're into why would him. you anyway? He, he, yeah, like, what, do you, what, what, yeah, what are you going to— what, what did you gain from all that? You what are you going to get from him anyway? Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, I think, the Raid, I think the Raiders are heading in the right direction for once. But I'm pretty sure Mark Davis will fuck that up. And on the other side of the Raiders coin, can we talk about a little bit how maybe, and I'm guilty of this, overrating Derek Carr? Because I was told the whole time Derek Carr, you know, the Raiders were bad because it wasn't because Derek Carr. It was because they didn't have a top 10 defense. They didn't have a top 15 defense. They didn't even have a top 20 defense. Now he goes over to New Orleans. He's got a defense. He's got a team. He's got all this shit around him. And. So All of a sudden, it's like it's Baker Mayfield's division to lose. Like, what are we doing here? Right, right. Yeah, I don't get that. And then, not only is it Baker Mayfield's the, the like division to lose, that offense isn't even clicking. And Mike Evans right. is like furious playing in that offense. Yep. He's like so upset. 
So they have an internal turmoil. Internal turmoil. I can't speak English. Internal turmoil. Yes, I can't say that three times fast. At internal all. turmoil. Internal turmoil. Yeah, see, so you fucked up the first internal one. Internal turmoil. So internal turmoil. But as soon as that happens, and then you're talking oh, about oh, oh. the fucking. I got the Lena plug five thousand going dude, on. Dude, here. Oh my god, I can't stand that fucking couple. The Saints, they they can't do anything. Does Derek Carr hate Chris Olave? He must hate. Apparently. Them. He hates them. I mean, they're 500 right now, right? And I, I think they've got a pretty decent Michael Thomas defense. is gone again. Yep, Michael Thomas is gone. Oh, yeah, Did he just get arrested? Him. Yeah. Mm, well, I thought he was injured. No, he's arrested. Oh, it was both then. He got injured and arrested. Yeah, he, he got arrested. He's, he's double gone. Yeah, I mean, they're they're a top 10 defense and a bottom half offense. 18th on offense, 9th on defense. So, I mean, listen, I, I'm, I'm a big DA. I'm a big DC fan. I like Derek Carr. Yeah. I always have. I've always defended him and said that he went to a shit situation with the Raiders and they didn't do anything about it. I'm not ready to fully pull the plug on him yet, but I am starting to trend in the direction of Give him one more year. Maybe maybe Derek Carr isn't as good as maybe he's just another stat queen. Give him a year to get like, you know, let him get acclimated. For a full no, no, okay. Didn't take Peyton Manning, and I didn't have to get <laughs> no, Peyton Manning no, a year to get acclimated in Denver. No, but he hit the ground running. But Tom Brady great, didn't. Tom Brady didn't take a year to get acclimated that's in Tampa. The difference between the greatest quarterbacks of all time and then you're like stat queen, like decent guys. Right, but I think that's what Derek Carr is. I honestly starting to believe that he's just kind of a stat queen. Stat queenie. He's not <laughs> as good as we we thought he was, and he's good. He's good. He's got an arm. He can throw a football, but. At what point do we start being like, okay, like, you're the common denominator here, dude. You're the problem, bro. Like, yeah, you're not bad. You might not be the reason we're losing, but you're not the reason we're winning either. Right. So, Facts. 18th ranked defense. I mean, Dennis Allen, not a great coach. They could probably use an upgrade there if they went and got somebody. But then again, I, how many times have we heard this with Derek Carr? Oh, he just needs a, he needs a better head coach. Oh, he needs a better this. He needs a better that. Great quarterbacks don't need like better it's, this. Yeah, Peyton Manning dragged four fucking head coaches to fucking – Super Bowls. Yeah, like, no shit. Like, Jim I don't want, Caldwell. Tom Brady got, you know, the worst, the the the, the loat. <laughs> what, what did you call him, Sean? The loat, yeah. No, uh, uh, woke. The woke. Worst of all time. The worst The worst coach of all time. He was the worst coach of all time. And and Bruce Arians, like, he got, he got Tom Brady got him to a Super Bowl. Like, I know we're talking Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. It's not really fair. But, you know, Aaron Rodgers did get, you know, uh, Mike McCarthy a Super Bowl, too. Mike so. McCarthy, yeah. You can say that, but Drew Brees and Peyton, you know, Sean Payton, like whatever. We can go down the list. Everybody knows history. You get Google, you can figure it out. But Googly, uh, at some point, we're going to have to start holding Derek Carr responsible here. Yeah, and I'm starting to lean towards more in that camp. Right. Um, speaking of Vegas and Derek Carr, everything else. Uh, the Vegas GP is on this weekend. Yep, coming up. Uh, which is weird because it is going to air at 1 a.m. So Sunday morning at 1 a.m. or Saturday night, if you're me, 1 a.m. I will be sitting down at Le Fonton Fats at 1 a.m. Jesus, watching watching all 50 laps of the Vegas GP no, second miles. second biggest circuit. Is it uh, on the? Uh, yep, yeah, it's only small. It's it's slightly smaller than Spa. Uh, so it was the second biggest circuit in the F1 schedule this year. Uh, they wow the the yeah the Strip. 
is like one third of the track. It's like a 6.2 kilometer track, whatever that fucking equals out to in real units of measurement, which I don't know because I don't speak retard um, or I don't measure in retard. I measure in inches, feet, miles, so on and so forth. Uh, But it's big. I know that. And they know the front, the strip takes up approximately one third of the entire track. And I got to tell you, dude, not having NASCAR on Sunday, that just hit me right in the jimmies. That the, the the first Sunday in a lot and you know since February that I haven't had NASCAR and I was like, ow, my balls. I'm like, what do I do today? I was like, because the football games kind of sucked. Granted, Ravens Browns ended up being pretty miraculous. That was pretty fun. Right. Um, the Ravens again. Can we? Can we? Are we? Are we over Lamar Jackson yet? Yeah. Are we over him? I'm. I'm, I'm pretty burnt. I picked him to be Jackson. my MVP this year. I thought I he was going to have a fantastic season. He sucked. And he's just. I'm just. I'm so fucking unimpressed with he the Ravens. He is not him. He is not him. Like, how do you give up thirty fucking points to the Browns? I don't know. It's terrible. We did, but you know, whatever. <laughs> I'm curious when the Broncos play the Browns in a couple weeks. See how that game about, like works out because. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be fun. I mean, we own the Browns, typically. Even when we're bad and they're bad or we're bad and they're, like, decent, we still beat them. So that's always fun. But, um, yeah, it, it was no NASCAR on Sunday really pissed me off. Really seared my Nesmans. So I came upstairs and I decided to do iRacing instead. And I decided to take my last gasp at uh, at Kansas for the, for the A-class schedule. And uh, I... It did not end well. I had a top five run going. I was on fresh tires, and some fucking bonehead just decided to park his car in the middle of turn one and make everybody try to miss him instead of just, like, hitting escape and getting off the track. And, of course, you know, under caution, coming to the line, take the caution flag, slowing down. I'm like, why is there – and somebody, like, people on the radio like, car in turn one, think he's trying to wreck everybody intentionally. And I'm like, what do you mean there's a car in – and it was just too late. He had like slid down in front of me, and I just yeah. t-boned the fuck out of him. <laughs> yeah. And I, I literally, I fucking laid into this guy so fucking hard. It like t- got to the point. The next day, I raced one last. I raced another race at Kansas. He qualified on the pole, got door banged by somebody else, but he had seen my name in the lobby, and he was just like, and he gets door banged, gets shoved up in the wall, and basically wrecked. Like not wrecked because he ended up coming back and winning the race. Fucking cocksucker! But uh, he ended up. He was. He got wrecked. He's like, really, Joey? Really? Are we doing this again today? And I was like, bro, I'm four cars behind you, you fucking idiot. And he's like, and I was like, and I was like, really? I was like, do you really think if I was gonna wreck you, I would have done it that half-assed? I was like, no. If I was gonna wreck you, I would have ended your day. Not just put you in the wall in turn two and been on my way. No, I would have ended your day. I'm gonna I'm gonna do eye racing one day. I'm gonna just ask Joey, can I just go on one of your games? And I'm gonna just act like the most southern man of all time. Yeah, he, like, won't, he won't let you. <laughs> I can't make like a separate car. I'm not racing uh, on like the main account. Because you'll fuck up his account. Oh really? You can't yeah. do like a guest? No. Um, you could do like an unranked race. No, but fuck that though. You know. But like you still like you can't like eye racing. It's a sim. So like people take it pretty seriously i take it pretty seriously i try to respect the game as best i can in terms of like not fucking up other people's days because it's a racing Even on sim. unranked yeah especially in unranked because in unranked like you got people who are trying to learn like how to race how i'm to drive. learning too and you know I, my thing is this 
if you're one of those guys that like, oh, you're driving slow and like the pack's like going away from you and you can't keep up, and your first instinct is to stop, turn around, and drive the wrong way on the track, <laughs> iRacing is not for you, okay? Fuck out of here with that shit. We call those squeefs right. because that's what squeef does, right. my little brother. He's just like, oh, I suck at this, so I'm going to ruin it for everybody else. Ha, 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 ha. And that's his, <laughs> you know, and it's just like dick move. Um, but no, you could, I, could technically, I could teach you on an unranked race how to race. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I just, I just want to, I just want to be like, mm-hmm. Take it nice and easy, <laughs> just, and just be like the most southern person. I'm gonna take it nice and easy, like molasses rolling out of the bottle. I gotta get much more southern though. Yeah, you gotta get like that, like thick Georgia Dwayne. accent, like you know, you that southern bell almost. You know, like I could picture you as like a put a little blonde wig on you and just you'd be like, why am I blonde? My peaches. <laughs> Did you see how that man just tried to cut me off? Lord, Lord, Lord of mercy. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, anything else? Did we miss anything? No, I don't I think, think we so. Nailed everything. Think Actually, we nailed like it? we went pretty fucking smooth through every topic tonight. It's kind of crazy. No crazy rabbit holes tonight. I know. Ace in the chat was just like he tried. He was He's like. like can you guys please start talking shit about old high school teachers? <laughs> this is fucking boring. No, we got nothing tonight, bro. I don't know. We 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 now we 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 ran through the topics. We get, yeah. I do right. see one of my former student teachers at the gym all the time. Well, he's a teacher now yeah. at Dartmouth, and uh, but he was a student teacher when I had him. He's and, like, uh, a problem. And he filled in for uh, Mr. Demanch. Remember oh, Demanch? Oh yeah. You've been demanched minus five. Do you remember and, my greatest paper? I've oh, ever read? yeah. We won't talk about that on the air. Oh, yes. Man. It was the single greatest paper I've ever heard, I've ever seen, still to this day. That thing should be in the, it should be in the Louvre. It should be in the Louvre. It should be encased. It's perfect. It's the best fucking shit ever. Uh, that being said, uh, yeah, no, we have one. And I always talk to him about that. And I'm like, I wonder if he heard what we were saying the other day. Like, how many people would actually be like, oh, shit. <laughs> shit. It's still pretty goddamn funny. I think Paul's done. No, he's through. Yeah, he's, 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 <laughs> his, his allergies are going fucking ape shit. I swear he didn't to God. even say bye. He just goes, hey, my face is dripping. I'm out. Yeah. Kids get like a constant fucking allergy problem. It's crazy. I have bad. Well, I took steroids growing up with the injections, but. I didn't get injections it, bad, but I got like, I'd miss school bad. No, I had injections. I was bad. Yeah. Like, I would get, like, I'd they wake up in the morning, couldn't, couldn't breathe kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, that was me. Yep. Paul was pretty bad, too. Um, and he didn't need the injections? He's clearly still worse. No, we never, neither one of us got the injections. God damn. Could you imagine me as, like, an eighth grader just, like, roided up? It wasn't the kind of roids you think. <laughs> they're all the kind of roids you think, bro. Yeah, fair enough. If you use them right, they're all the kind of roids you think. Uh, all right, let's end it there. I feel like we're missing something. I feel like there was Did something. Did we? That... I'm going back to the chat right now. Oh, Willius Smithmas. Oh, we'll do the Will Smith thing next week. That right. that can wait. That's right. not a time sensitive thing. Uh, that was kind of a filler thing in case we found ourselves with like you okay. know okay. less than a lot to talk about. But um, gotcha. No, we had plenty. So uh, anyway, Vegas GP Saturday night, one a.m. You can catch it, I think live on ESPN Sunday morning at like eleven or whatever, nine a.m. or something like that. Should be a fun time. Obviously, the unfortunate thing about Formula One right now, it's over. Max Verstappen already won the title. You know, he won it like three weeks ago. He's gonna win the race on Sunday, so there's really no fun in betting on it either. And it's just like, I'm just sitting here staring at, like, I haven't touched my FanDuel app all week. I haven't even opened it because I'm like, I'm not, I don't bet on football. 
I don't even though I was one of four point three seven percent of people who took the Broncos to win last night. Maybe I yeah, should. Yeah, I didn't take the Broncos. I sh- I did throw a hundred bucks down on a bet with a good buddy of ours who's a Bills fan, and won that. So that was cool. Actually, it was a it was a no probs gift card versus a uh, another commodity uh, that he had access to that nice. I wanted. So, okay. um, got that going for me. So I'll have Which a fresh nice. have a fresh new pair of Oakleys in the mail any day now. I'm sure. <laughs> And uh, how's yeah. he, how's he handling the Bills playing like this? Awful. I mean, he's just he's the, like every other Bills fan I know, just disappointed as shit. But you might at this point you have to just be used to it. Like oh, it's another fucking year. Yeah, but you no, nah, you think at, at some point as a Bills fan you've grown out of that where you're like, nah, dude, like it's it. This isn't the same old Bills. Like we have a quarterback now, we have a good team, but they've got to do. They're gonna have to revamp and rebuild around Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. And I hate to break it to you, but it's probably not going to be with Brian Dayball. Uh, no, I don't think Brian Dayball survives this season. If the Bills, if the Bills come up short, no, it, you might, well, Dayball's new, the Giants. McDermott, I'm is, sorry, Sean is McDermott. Buffalo. Jesus, yes. I do that all the fucking time. Just making sure. Yeah, I do that all the time. I, yeah, I, Sean McDermott. They probably I don't, want Dayball back. I, I that's well, they want Dayball back as the OC if he gets fired as mm-hmm. as the Giants head coach, which that's looking like it's going to happen. Sorry, I was totally fucking the names up there. I do that all the time with those two, with McDermott and Dayball. I don't know why. It's like Deshaun Watson and Deshaun Foster. I can't. I just you always do it. With I finally Foster. broke the Deshaun Foster thing mm-hmm. because Deshaun Watson got suspended for three years and I didn't have to talk about him, so that's I never it. had to fuck it up. Um. But yeah, I do that. Fuck, I do that all the fucking time. I hate when I do that. Uh, but no, I think I don't know if Sean McDermott survives this se- this season. I don't think. Well, if they don't make the playoffs, he definitely doesn't survive. Because I mean, you got to sit there. You saw him, and, and I, what did I say again? Brian Dable, him and Wink Martindale last night. Sean McDermott and Brian and Wink Martindale yelling at each other on the sidelines last night. It's a bad look all around for the Bills organization, and I don't know that you. Again, but Josh Allen's Josh Allen's emotions on the sideline tell a whole story. He goes to the sideline. He doesn't talk to anybody. But he, I think he's pressing right now. I know I think but that's he's bad. pressing and he's pushing way too hard. I mean, there was one of those interceptions he threw last night. It was on the left sideline. It was like I think fifteen to eight, and he threw a lollipop up, and it got picked off on the on the the, yeah, the Bills it was, left it was too high on the Bron- it was on the Broncos sideline and just floated it in there, and it wasn't there. And there was like probably three or four other throws. I mean, Alex Singleton had an interception, but he didn't get his feet down in bounds. You know, the first play of the game was a fumble, and I'm sitting there going like, first game, first play of the game is a fumble. I'm like, I already know how this is going, and I'm like, we got to be careful here because this is the kind of game where you get up twenty-one nothing and lose. You know, because shit starts going your way real early, and then you guys kind of take your foot out the gas. And luckily, we got lucky. We got lucky last night. The Broncos, we got lucky. But hey. I'll take lucky over good every day of the week. But there was a couple other throws that Josh Allen made where you're like, that should have been a pick. That should have been. That was a terrible throw. What yeah, the hell yeah, was that? Them. Like, it just, it was, it was a bad night for the Bills and the, and, and Josh Allen. And it's been, that's kind of a microcosm of this season for them. Yeah, he, he has a lot of overthrows. And while the Broncos defense has done the complete 180. And again, I know this because I've watched the Broncos every single week mm-hmm. since, you know, week one. And, you know, I, I've seen, you know, I watched the Miami debacle and the disaster and the 70 burger, and I've seen what they've done since then. And it's Vance Joseph has got his guys playing the way they're supposed to play. Nobody else knows that because they don't watch them. All they see is the Bills playing bad. Yes, the Bills did play bad last night. Like, you, you, you know, with Cook, you can't, you can't fumble the opening play of the game. You can't, you know, he fumbled it again. 
Justin Simmons punched it out. He was fortunate enough to have it bounce back right into his hands. James Cook, not a good player. No, and they've got to get their shit together in Buffalo. The season's not over, but they got to get their shit together. Oh, it's coming. What are they, 5-5? Five 5-5. and five? Five and five. That's not, that's terrible. And I believe they still got games against Miami left. Uh, they've got some. They've got. We play them again, too. They've got not easy games coming up. Well, they should beat the Patriots the second time around. I mean, they're only. Here's the thing. They're only one game behind Miami right now. Miami was idle yesterday. And their next game, they've got. I mean, look, dude, they've got the Jets at home on Sunday. That's no easy win for them. But we, right. But we should be going into this thinking like, oh, yeah. Oh, they're going to dunk on the Jets. That's no, no the, problem. The Zach Wilson defense. ain't going to do shit. Oh, I don't know. I think the Jets def- I think the Jets defense might shut them down. It, the way it's going right now? And the, the Buffalo has no defense this year. None. None. They really don't. They've got they've, their run defense was great last night. Was. I mean, they bullied the Broncos offensive line. Sure. And they actually made some pretty decent play calls and they did some stuff. I mean, think about it. The Broncos had the Broncos average starting field position I think was like at the 50. And they still only scored twenty four points. But the, the the so credit the Bills defense. The for Buffalo a, Bills defensive line is great. It is linebackers defensive backs terrible. It, I mean, yeah. And then they get uh, then they're at Philadelphia <sighs> the Sunday after Thanksgiving. Then they get their bye week. Then they're at Kansas City. Oh my god! At home against Dallas. Oh my god! At the Chargers. Okay. At home against the Patriots. Okay. At the Dolphins. Dude, they might they might win two games. You could see the Jets and the Patriots as kind of like the two, like, and okay. Chargers. In L.A.? There doesn't, the Chargers are pretty bad. I know, they are. Uh, so, so they what are they, eight and nine then? That's fucking, that's fucking that's rough. A, that's, that's a, that's a, tough. no, they'd be seven and 11. No, no, because they have five, they have five wins. So if yeah, they win three but more. But if they only win, what if they lose well, if they said if they only, if win, they only two, win two more, if I, well, I said they lose against the Jets. So if they beat the that Patriots, means they're seven and ten. That's a rut. That's a you, you talk about you talk about the whole coaching staff is gone, gone, gone. That's a start fresh. Josh Josh <laughs> Allen's the only guy that's sticking around after that. Well, you have to. Yeah, he's the only guy contracted for multiple years, and he's <laughs> the only guy worth keeping on the team. Yep, in and, my and Diggs is probably likely asking for his release. Diggs is gone. Yep, because Diggs again, we talk about it all the time. Wide receivers are overrated. You need them to win, but you can get by without them. And he's a lot of drama, too. Causes a lot Big of time. shit on the sideline and behind the scenes. Shows up late. Misses offseason and stuff. They benched him. They, they fine him. There's all kinds of drama there. They don't, they don't like each other. That's a bad breakup waiting to happen. Right. I, it just sucks, but... Uh, you they know, have a rough schedule. Holy shit. That I didn't is, know it was that bad. I'm going to enjoy being a fake Buffalo fan for the next six Well, and, and here's the thing. And the Broncos' schedule is exactly the opposite. To just kind of contrast it. You know, Denver, they, yeah, they're they sitting right now tied with the Chargers, uh, you know, two games back of, of the Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, and one game back of the Raiders for second division. Uh, but they come out. We've got Minnesota Sunday night, okay? Mm-hmm. You beat Minnesota at home Sunday night, which I think they're going to. I, I know they're going to. They're going to beat the Vikes. That makes it four in a row. Then they get the Cleveland Browns at home. Okay, Cleveland, as good as their defense is. They're not I think, that great. I think Denver can – Make sure that offense doesn't get going. There's no Nick Chubb. I don't trust Amari Cooper to get open and and David and Joku like and I'm not into Sean Watson like really no, that's a W. At Houston, not as easy as a game as it looked a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure they can flummox a rookie quarterback into screwing up. 
I'm not really worried about that. At the Chargers, we'll we'll find a way to win that because the Chargers always find a way to lose to us. Uh, then at Detroit, December 17th, that's a tough one. Then we get the Patriots, the Chargers, and the Raiders to close out the season. Dude, you Broncos might end up making the playoffs. They very well could. I mean, I could look at this and say, all right, I could see, like, if we lost at, at Detroit, I'm throwing up there as a loss because I think Detroit is ultimately <laughs> going to be the one seed in the NFC. I think they're the. I think I don't think they're the best team in the NFC. I think that still belongs to San Francisco. Yeah, and I think Philly would be a close second. Okay, and then I think Detroit would be like like two A. Okay, uh, not even third, like two A. But I think Detroit is going to end up with the one seed. So what's your record right now? Right now we're four and five. We beat Minnesota Sunday night. We're five and five. Then we get to Thanksgiving, and as we all know, the Bill Belichick train of thought is two thousand one Patriots. What was your record at Thanksgiving? Five and five. Mm-hmm. What did they do all on to do? Win out. Yep, and that's all you're going to do. And that's it. So I'm not saying they're going to win out. I think they could beat Houston. I think maybe we'll split with the Chargers. Although, no, I mean, we own the Chargers, though. Well, as long as Joe Staley is the fucking coach, we're going to figure out a way to beat him. Well, it's going to be Joe Staley or someone new, and someone new doesn't really do well. I'll say this. If the Broncos finish at 10 and 7. You'll which, definitely, if you finish at 10 and 7, you're definitely making the playoffs. Which is wild. Which to me is a wild card berth. That's seven, six, seven seed. Yeah. Which is, and that's fine. I, I mean, I'm not expecting much after the start we had. Well, who knows anymore if it's six, seven seed? That might, you might be third or fourth because who the fuck knows? Who the, fucking, AFC? the AFC is just. The AFC is a mess. The Dolphins, the Dolphins can't be anywhere. Total decent. dog shit. The Dolphins can't be. You know what would be my ideal scenario? Is a wild card weekend rematch against the Dolphins in Miami, and we shut them out. And just smoke them. Shut them out. I would love it so much. Just shut them out. Like, that would be like, at that point, I'd be like, okay. <coughs> we have we have come full circle on the season. I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't believe in the Dolphins at all. As much as I don't believe in the, the Buffalo Bills. They can't Bills, be teams I, over 500. They, they, don't even look, they don't even look competent when they face good teams. They don't. And that's crazy to me because that's I don't. Coaching. Because they... I just don't feel like they, they, got, they have so much talent. But, again, we've seen this before. Track meet teams that have all this speed and all this offense and, and all this shit. And later in the year, they just all fade away. And it just, you hit, Nova, you hit Thanksgiving and you hit December, and all of a sudden everybody's running a quicksand. The Cardinals a few years ago, they were like, what, 8-0? and And they fucking lost every game after that. Or 8-1? and Well, you're the Steelers, 11-0. and Oh, let's not even talk about that. The that was a fucking that was a big the most choke. fraudulent 11, 11 and 0 team of all time. My God, we first guessed that on the show. That was funny. I, I couldn't. I still couldn't. I was like, all right, they're gonna make the playoffs, and then to like choke the way they did was next level. I mean, who did they ended up losing to? They lost to the Browns, right? Uh, immediately is that the first team they lost to? Yeah, I believe they lost. They went eleven and zero. Ended up they 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 started off the season eleven and zero. They made the playoffs and lost in the wild card round to the Browns, if I'm not mistaken. Baker Mayfield and the Browns. Hold on. Regular season. Win, 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 win. Uh, lost to the lost to the Washington football team. Lost to the Bills. Lost to the Cincinnati Bengals. Beat the Colts in Week 16. Lost to the Cleveland Browns in, uh, in Week playoff. 17. And then the playoffs. Hold on. Go back. I missed it. Come on. I'll tell you right now. Uh, uh, yep, Cleveland. 
48-37. In the playoffs? Yep. They lost to Cleveland back-to-back weeks. Yep. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Wasn't that? No, that was the Jaguars game, the I'm going to fucking kill myself guy. <laughs> the Steelers fan. That was the Jags, right? That was the uh, the year the Jags won the AC Championship. They lost that barn burner to the Jags, what, 18 or 17? No, you were right. They lost back-to-back to the, the Browns. Yeah. Wow. It was I, hilarious. I, that was only two years ago. I forgot all about that already. I know, right? It's just like it's so like it's so fleeting and like it's so quick and you're like, oh Jesus Christ. Like I remember like I feel like I remember every playoff game from two thousand and three, but I don't remember <laughs> like two years ago. Yeah, because we're working so goddamn much. Mm, not me. I probably work less now than I did that. <laughs> oh, I, I feel like I work more now. I mean, this is more my job than anything else. You know, my job is to watch football, right? I mean, yes. So we can talk about it on Tuesday nights. Uh, but we'll be back next Tuesday night. Paul's already bailed out. His allergies are absolutely murdering him. If, if you sign on to, to Modern Warfare, he's probably already on. Yeah, probably. He's that crazy thing. <laughs> yeah, Paul's, up. Paul's already, Paul's already like sitting. He's probably going, like, yo, let's go. Ready up. Let's go, let's go. Me and Durant are already ready. We're in for zombies. Let's go. He's just pressing the button over and over yeah, again. Yeah, and I'm like, God, God, chill, guy. I got, I, got post, I got post-show shit to do. I got to get this up on Spotify so that all of our loyal listeners that don't listen to us tonight, they can pick it up as soon as they get home or you know, on their morning commute and they have their Wednesday morning podcast that they get to listen to, mm-hmm. which is us. And I, mm-hmm. you know, I've got a, I know a bunch of people that do that, and I thank them every single time. Thank you. Appreciate you. Always... You know, don't ever feel like you can't tell us that you love the show or hate the show or critique the show. Oh, please critique the shit out of it. Please do. We love critiques. Uh, But uh, we'll be back next Tuesday night, 830-ish p.m. Probably close to 845. I think we just start calling it 845 at this point. Uh, I get here. It's like 835. Yeah, Sean never gets here early enough for us to actually start up at 830. I'm tired of shit. He's like, I go home and take a nap. I I wish I could. Right? No, you have chill you have chitlins. Yeah, he's like, let's do stuff. And yeah, I'm like, all right. Yeah, he's 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 just a little ball of energy. Oh my god, he's uh, too energetic. He? Yeah. Laura uh, Laura was telling me something, I forget what story it was. Wasn't the Doja was Cat video? Did she did she send you that? Maybe. Dude, the fucking him with Doja Cat. I don't know, he loves that song. <laughs> the Ooh She the Devil song. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was oh that one. Oh my god. Yeah, 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 it was that one. The dance he does? Yeah. I don't know where the fuck he learned that. From one of you? Absolutely not. I was like, I don't do anything like that. Maybe he's just natural. Maybe he's just a natural. Maybe he's just with a hip natural. thrusting. Maybe he's just a natural. <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty natural thing. And doing this, I was like, I don't know. I mean, if you ever watch, I mean, I was watching a National Geographic thing the other day, and you know, gorillas actually twerk. Yes. To attract their mates. Yes. So, I you see the gorilla videos where the three fucking uh, silverback gorillas were fighting in a zoo. And people were like, get get the zookeeper. And I love every comment. It's like, what the fuck do you want the zookeeper to do? <laughs> know, right? He's going to go in there and stop brawling with the gorilla. Right? Like, hey, break it up. Break, everybody break it up. Like, you oh, got, my God. There's, there's 1,500 pounds of gorilla, just angry gorilla going at it. And you're like, yeah, let's get the let's get the 210-pound zookeeper who's 5'10". <laughs> let's get him in there. Well, hey, get in there. Do something, will you? And someone was just like, oh, like the youngest gorilla was like challenging like another another gorilla. And the eldest took offense to it. And they just started fucking, fucking yeah, him up. It's called animals. That's what yeah, they exactly. do. Yeah, exactly. And then people are like, get get in there. Get the, <laughs> so like, get the zookeeper. It's it's like it's like the baby freaking whale guy. It's like, should we call the Coast Guard, Jay? Like, no, no. Yeah, it's just, no. 
Dude, it's just a fish. It's a dead fish. It's just a fish. Even if it's dead, it's just a fish. Like, it's just the ocean. Just let it go. But look, anyway. look how... Wait, hold on. I'm going to turn around. Look how wild this fight is. <laughs> it looks like any Waffle House in Atlanta. Yeah, that is very on a accurate. Friday night. <laughs> they are brawling. Four of them just, like, throwing, like, haymakers and, like, running full force. <laughs> they like chase him. They're like, yeah, we are gonna fuck you up. And then boy. he starts like climbing the trees, and uh, these guys move fucking quick. Uh, yeah, for six hundred pound animals, they're pretty <laughs> agile. That's why they're pretty terrifying. But look, my favorite part of the whole video is when that he gets like sucker pushed into the back of the thing. Like he smashes back against the deck. <laughs> Man. Uh, anyway, I'm I'm telling you to this day, I, we really missed out on that uh, Mike Tyson fighting a gorilla. I think Mike Tyson had a chance. Just need one punch. I get it. He, Mike Tyson would have been the severe underdog. And then and the gorilla does that like awkward walk away. Like, yeah. <laughs> the like, like, okay. I'm all set. This man is crazy. He's like, he's like, I've seen humans before, but none as crazy as this motherfucker. All right. Uh, we'll be back next Tuesday night. Radio and Law, the one, the only, the New Bedford Guide. I'm Joey Fats for Plizzy, who has already bailed and missed a bet in court. <laughs> he opened the door. He's like, my face is running. I'm out of here. Yeah, he's like, my face. He's like, he, dude, I feel bad. When his allergies get going like that, there's just no stop. I've been there before. It sucks. Uh, thank you for listening in. Row one, seat one, Joey Fats Radio. Uh, we'll be back. Get this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcast from. It's on there. Uh, and we'll be back next Tuesday night for another just riveting edition of Row One Seat One. Thank you all for listening. Peace out. Enjoy your weekend. Adios.